Make it a clean sweep. I got a Dallas 11 and 6. It kept the, you know, I know they would say, oh, well, he kept the tag applied. He could have kept the tag applied and not straddled the home boy. You know what I mean? He could have moved his leg. So. Oh, it was uh, fine. It's just. I'm just saying. Ramirez just mean, had a little. It, it, just wasn't, it wasn't necessary. Nothing wrong. He didn't need to but, get to that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Nothing but, wrong. Bills in a last second field goal or a last second touchdown by Aaron Rodgers to take the division. He can feel those too. I want to bet. <laughs> right? Yeah. I want. Hello, everyone. This is everyone. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another LTS show. As the intro is played again in my background for some odd reason. I don't know why it does this. But oh, there, oh, oh, wait, nope. Here we go. Why is it going twice? It plays twice every time. One day we'll get this nailed down. Someday. Someday. My only wish is for this not to play like it is. Ah, there you go. There it is. All right, welcome. It's playing the. It's just another Monday, guys. Just another Monday in the house with Nick Botkins and his internet streamer. We'll let him get reset here and come back into play uh, while we wait for him there, guys. Uh, my name is Tanner Dawson of Let's Talk Sports and the Sports of Foons. Welcome on into another Monday night show. No Jim Berenger tonight. That's He's at the hockey game tonight at the New Jersey game. So uh, we'll have plenty of discussion in the first hour uh, in the meantime here. Uh, of course, um, we got the guys coming. Oh, Nick, are you back? I am. I don't know what's going on. You know, uh, the I intro, it, it worked great. Uh, then the intro plays three times. Then my internet was like, oh, you're saying fuck you to StreamYard and this computer. Well, fuck you. We're just going to kick you out your internet <laughs> spot. So uh, there's that. So, you know, uh, that's life. Uh, anyways, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, great day of football yesterday. Uh, no uh, Jim Berenger tonight, folks. He is live on scene uh, at the... I'm guessing the the, uh, the Devils game. game. Yeah, the, I about yeah. said Devil Ra- Devil Race, but that's a baseball team. They used to <laughs> Devil <be. laughs> the Devils. Uh, so yeah, uh, we got man. Let's go ahead. Let's bring in the the guys. Uh, no Scott tonight either. He is uh, him and um, Bill Belichick searching for a new quarterback. They went on a recruiting trip. I heard so uh, to look for a new QB and new wide receivers down in New England because it's bad. So. Uh, for some reason, he messaged his old buddy Scott to uh, to come with him. But uh, coming back from the show, looking a little uglier. We missed him the last uh, Thursday, and but he is back now uh, from his trip from Texas, looking uglier than ever. Give it up for Mister First Down. I don't want to wait for your intro to be over. Can we talk sports <laughs> now? Can we please? What's up, Nick? Uh nothing. Just uh. Qu- <clears throat> Anthony Richardson could miss, probably undergo shoulder surgery and could miss the season. That just popped up. So that's what Shefty's saying. So that's uh, what happens when you run your rookie quarterback blind with no help blockers on the right side. Then your defensive end says, cool. (laughs) Minshew, Minshew, maybe. 
Minshew mania the rest of the way, Tanner. Your guy. Florida man. I love it. I love it. I thought it should have been anyways with the rookie quarterback uh, coming into play. So, uh, you know, but it's going to be interesting there in Indianapolis here. I mean, they're they're still in the wild card right now. So I'm they're the on the verge wild of wild card at the moment going into, what, week seven? Yeah. Nobody would have thought that. So, you know, we'll have to see how they continue on, if that defense can keep playing ball, and if that offense can move the ball a little bit too. Having Jonathan Taylor, I mean, Minshew's not uh, not bad. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in uh, Mr. Yankee Finn as well, uh, Johnny Cruz. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, I can't believe I actually had some hockey questions and Jim ain't freaking here today. Jim, I'll save him for next week. <laughs> save him for next it's week. It's all good. Yeah, I'll save him for next week because they'll still be relevant. Hey, uh, do next you think, week, uh, the same do you think Scott Bill Belichick are cutting the uh, the arms off their uh, hoodies? <laughs> off their hoodies? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I just wonder what, uh, you know, Juco College they're going to to scout quarterback. Scott's probably saying we should go to USC in North Carolina, and Bill's like, nah, nah, there's this uh, – <laughs> There's this guy, he's a, he's a Juco guy. It's getting ready to come out uh, at, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so yeah. Sebastian, uh, you know, University, you know. Sebastian. Yeah, and, and he, he's, already 20, he's already 25, been, been, in, been in, you know, junior college for five years already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's who they're going to go after, somebody like that. <laughs> Speaking of quarterback, Sam, let's talk your team. Uh, Tannehill out. Uh they looked abysmal yesterday in London, which a lot of teams look abysmal in London, but things seem to be heating up. It was weird because uh, they didn't go with uh, Mr. Mayo, Will Levis, yesterday. They went with Malik Willis. Well, Malik was the backup. backup. Will Levis was the emergency because he was inactive. So Yeah. So you can't go with the – we can't I, go with saying, the, right? I, yeah, why, though? Why not? Why is it Will Levis on the cause backup? Because he's, he's done it before. He's done it before, and that's that's you're uh, going to put experience out there. Vrabel's not going to just put in a rookie quarterback to say, "Hey, take the reins, buddy." You know, well, like like last year. So he he wants to just give Willis a chance. Before could Mayo be the chance going after the bye, Sam? I think so. I think you tell, I think you tell both of those quarterbacks like, "Hey, boys, open competition. You spend your bye week wisely. We're going to pick one of you when you get back." Because he also said today that it's the same injury that Ryan Tannehill had last year. If it is the same injury he had last year, he had to have surgery on it. So that's probably the last snap in a Titans uniform he's going to have. I I hate it for the guy. I really hate, um, I really hate how it's all ending for the most part. But I think I told you before the show that I'm actually kind of relieved. Like I, I'm, it's you know, there's no more of this sinking feeling in my gut or whatnot. It's like it's going to be what it's going to be, and you move on. But you can't draft Will Levis where you're trying to draft him and say you have full faith in the guy and then not start him. So to me, it's Levis or you plan. If you start if you start Willis out there, you're telling me you're tanking. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you, you got you got to play Will, Will Levis, and that's the question because you already got you drafted the the you know Will Levis in the second round uh, last year. So you can't. It's not like you're going to want to take from one of these quarterbacks unless you're going to go get Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> I mean that's that's what they need. They need a playmaker. I mean, yep. I know D Hop or whatever. I mean, Marvin Harrison would, would be a perfect get well, for them. But I'm I'm like uh, yeah, like you have D Hop, but you don't have anybody else to to right. give you any help for D Hop. So. Yeah, Where's Raymond Burke, Sam. Where's he been at? Hurt. He's been injured the last three weeks. Yeah, he's, he's we're stuck here. Time, we're man. stuck in it again. Hurt, um, hurt, hurt. Yeah, but. 
Mike but my, my, my question is, wasn't it an open competition for the backup, like all preseason and shit? Like, why would it, it be was, open it was, competition it, now during the bye week? It was, and then Will Levis pulled his quad in the yeah. preseason. So they, they, I think they just said this is how it's going to be. Um, Alan, with no, what draft for, capital for what? am I supposed to do that way? Yeah, I right. no, no, I mean, not, no. not, not for this year. No, no, look, look, look and I'm, I, I got a little emotional last night because it's going to be really hard and I think it's going to happen. They're going to trade away Derek. I can feel it. I can feel it. And I, and yeah. I'm going, yep. but why not? They might as but well, to bro. Who, but to who Sam and doesn't, he's owed quite a bit That's of money great. this year, right? Yeah. He's owed 16 million, but you can work out deals to where like you pay half some, of somebody, it. somebody yeah. will do it, bro. I think so Scott, the whole dead cap. I think yeah. Scott said. Uh, I think Scott said a good place for him yesterday was Detroit. We talked yeah. about this last night. I thought the Bills personally, but yeah, yeah Monty Monty's out, got a shoulder injury, mm-hmm. and if you're Detroit That's right now, man, you're Mon- Monty's w. ribs. Monty's ribs. Oh, ribs. Okay, Rib- yeah, I thought yeah. they said ribs and shoulder this morning. Yeah, so. it's probably both. Let's be real. You're running back, yeah. so I mean, I we, a- we meant we mentioned it last night, though. Can you imagine Derrick Henry behind that offens- offensive line in Detroit? Oh, great. Holy shit, bro! And that, I, I, I wish he fits Dan Campbell, right? Like, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the stick. The stick is uh, is. Diana Rossini already sent out the tweet. There's there's calls being fielded. It's it's happening. Uh, it's gonna stink, but you know, you have to you have to accept that these guys. You couldn't get. A, there's plenty of good players that never got a championship ring, but hopefully yeah. you can put them somewhere where they can get a championship ring. Well, Derek Henry's the only one I feel like they need to take care of. Uh, Byard's Byer, yeah. probably gone too. It's probably Byard. That's the other name that keeps coming. Uh, up. Yeah, like Henry, those the guy. Like you, pay, you guys did. You know, do him right. Try and see if there's a contender out there that wants to take him. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at. You know, prime, you know, somebody's like, well, we don't want to trade for a running back. Well, look what the 49ers did last year with CMC. Now, right. they got a more than just a rental. Uh, you know, Derek would be just a rental, but at least you could bring him in and he gets the offer. Yeah, you're, you're talking about one of the most you know that's what I'm saying, saying most, right? the most dynamic, uh, most powerful backs. You're saying like, like he's not just your regular running back. No, I'm saying, you know what what I, that's so, what I mean. It's like CMC's, he, I put him in that category. Yeah. And yeah. then you could negotiate, see, get a good look at him for half the year and realize that, hey, do we want to bring this guy back again for next year and, and work oh, yeah. out the contracts? Also, sure. let's be honest, Tajay Spears has showed out. He's, he's playing. Yeah. 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 He's looked yeah. really well. He, really well. He, he was a bright spot yesterday. And, th- yeah. and that's, you know. Uh, even with a bad O line, he's still making moves or whatnot. So I think, I mean, if you're going to do it, now's the time. I will probably on this be on this podcast crying like a baby. But yeah, it, I mean, business side of it, you gotta let you gotta let it happen. You don't have well, a lot the, of the, the, the crazy part is that to start the season off, you were already kind of with the mindset of you weren't you didn't have many expectations. You know, you win a couple games and you start thinking, oh, well, maybe they can sneak into because of the division. And now reality is is setting back in. So, sorry, sorry, bro. You're still a fan. You know what I mean? Of course. You want to be wrong. That, you know, you have in your heart of hearts is like, boy, I hope I'm wrong about this. I hope, I hope, I hope. Um, But, like, you got to look at it logically. 
that you weren't excited about the draft class. Nick and I said multiple times that I'd meet him at the bottom with his team and stuff like that. Like, and technically you're not out of the AFC South race, but there's just, you're not the talent right. looking around at the other teams. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. At I all. mean, the Texans look better than you guys. The, you know, I would say the Colts are similar level. Maybe uh, I would say yeah. so. Jaguars on paper, who knows what Jacksonville team shows up, but up down, up down. Yeah, yeah. On paper, they look really good, but again, as yesterday showed anything, you don't play the goddamn game on paper. Yeah. Well, where on paper do they look good right now? I don't see any paper that looks good for the Jags. No, they look better on paper than than the Titans do. They look better on paper. Toilet paper, maybe. They look good. Yeah, toilet toilet paper. paper. (laughs) You know. Yeah, why the Titans up? You know, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's it's kind of a relief. It's just fine. All right, fine. It's done. Just yeah. do what you got to do. But I there's going to be a lot of pissed off people down here if Malik Willis is starting quarterback. Don't, don't how long Vrabel, How long is Vrabel's leash? I know I kind of asked that last, but I thought you said something in the pre-show about him yeah. having to be yeah. a shorter leash now. Yeah, I I don't think his leash is super long, but I don't <laughs> think that it, no no moves are going to be made after the offseason this year. He'll get one more year. Because let's yeah. think about it, like, he's still a good coach. I know it's not showing right now, but he's got a lot of things that are going against him. And I hate doing these kind of comparisons, but it's true. He's got a lockdown cap, uh, a, a brand-new GM. He, I mean, he helped hire the GM. So I just don't see him getting his walking papers at the end of the year. Right. Now, owner's going to owner, but Amy's usually – our owner, Amy, is usually pretty, like, stoic by her guys. It took a lot for her to fire John Robinson even after three bad drafts. So is, I don't, Amy, I, is Amy Bob McNair's daughter? Is that who that is? No, no, no. Amy Armstruck is a Bud Adams' daughter. That's um, what I meant. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she's done a lot of good things. We're getting a new stadium built and stuff like that. So I, I, think, I think he's safe, man. I think he's safe. I, I think he's totally safe. He doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I just he don't anymore. He's still a good coach. He can't help that you got, you know, say Ryan Tannehill. You've got some injuries. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, were there really that many high expectations for the Titans this I year? Think, anyway, I think he kind of looked at it and he said, "All right, I'm going to gamble with this, right. and it'll work or it won't, and it's not working." So I think well, he's like, "Okay." No, yeah. no, we talk about the expectations of the Titans right into the season. You know, we're talking about a guy that went there looking at them as a contender, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Was his vision right? Not really. I don't uh, know. I think was it? Or was it money? What was he doing? Was trying to go money to that he went there for? Well, it's, part, it's mostly that, right? Right. Or else yeah. otherwise he would have ended up behind me, you know, right. in the Chiefs here. But, you know, yeah. I think not, a, a, it's it's that, that scene from, from uh, Hangover, hey, it called his agent, I – I think we fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I will say this for D hop. He's played better than the, all the other retired near retirement guys we've signed. He's played well. So, uh, you know, he needs somebody to get him the ball. This is when you start really questioning yourself though. Like did Vrabel tell him, Hey, it's probably going to go to Levis after the buy, because there was already a report out there and a pretty credible one that Mike Vrabel was already thinking about switching the quarterback after the bye. And I thought that was interesting. Uh, hmm. But, like, I wonder if he had meetings with D-Hop, like, hey, if it doesn't work out, it's going to be the young gun in you. So, you know, yeah. be prepared for that or whatnot. Do they look to maybe trade D-Hop? 
He's on a one-year. I was just thinking that one-year deal. I mean, you could. I, I I guess technically anything's on the table, right? If you're if you're not winning this year and it doesn't look like you are, then you sell, 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 sell. So I don't know. I don't know any teams that are really calling. If D Hop couldn't get, you know, like his market to sign him, you got Tanner's Chiefs would probably call him. We'll we'll, we'll call for him. Yeah. I'll try to find that. You know what I mean? What were you saying? I'm trying to find that. You're you're like, I thought you muted yourself or froze because you're like, I'm trying to. And then you just paused. I was like, shit, are we all frozen? (laughs) No, yeah. I was listening to you guys talk. I, I switched screens because I was trying to find the tweet by Diana Rossini uh, <coughs> where she was talking about it. That's what I was trying to do. And failing, obviously. <laughs> anyway, it, it is what it is, guys. I'm, I've made my peace with it. That's where we are. And you just kind of have to accept it. You, you wish you were wrong, but I'm not. Uh, great, I'm right. Don't I feel better about myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pat on the back for me. What do you guys? It, it's funny. It's a shame that uh, Jim is not here tonight because of the Giants game last night. I mean, they almost pulled that shit out against the Bills. No, I can't. They really the did. Bills, I can't make out. Bills like, are abysmal. Like who are they? They they beat the brakes off of Johnny's Dolphins, and then they go to London, and it's like the first half they're still stuck in New York. Then last night it seems like they're still stuck in fucking London. Um, it, what the hell's going on in, in Buffalo? They're a team without a run game. They they completely rely on Josh. I Allen think they do own. run the ball though. When Not Cook enough. runs the ball, they Not don't. Enough. Well, that's play calling. Don't right, tell, okay. they, they have a good? I think Cook is a good running back. I just don't I think do they too. use him. Right, I, I agree with that too. Right. They, they, they were obviously super motivated for the Dolphin game. It's a divisional game, and it was all the all the talk. The Dolphins coming off of that seventy point win off of, against the Broncos, so Buffalo was highly motivated for the Dolphins. Um, I think the fact that they didn't go to London till that Thursday before the game was one of the stupidest moves instead of going earlier in the week. So that way you get kind of get your body used to that. So that was kind of a, a mishap, in my opinion, as far as the organization doing that. They, they you know, say they wind up losing to Jags and they come back home. And so I don't know, jet lag, what if they underestimated the Giants? I don't know what I mean, happened 14, there at all. Only but, 14 points against that lowly, shitty yeah, Giants I mean, team. but that, that's the shit about Josh Allen, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could he could come out one game and look awesome, and then he can have a total shit show like last night and like what he did week one against the Jets. So that's the one thing about Josh Allen is he he, he can't be consistent. If that's, the, that's, the, that's where he needs to get to. If he gets to the point where he's actually consistent, then he's going to be scary, but – Tanner, to me, it was back to bad Josh Allen last night where he's forcing mm-hmm. digs, 10, 10 receptions, 100 yards to digs. Nobody else had caught more than three ball, three balls. To me, Allen is the best when he's point guarding and just passing the right. ball to everybody. I agree. It's, he's just trying to keep his guy happy. Right. And that's what's – I mean, your turnovers are going to happen when you try to keep a guy happy, you yep. know, in the end. And that's uh, something we talked about before the season. Yeah. It was their drama – and it does, I agree with you guys. It looks like he's forcing it, forcing it into digs, uh, even when it's not there. And again, but yeah, that, that's also that's, what does that say about the rest of the team? What does it say about the trust that he has with his guys, with the receivers yeah. that's on the team? If you're throwing to digs 12 times a freaking game, you know, like what, what does that really say in the end about uh, the rest of the squad that, that he's around? And what does that say as a leader? 
uh, of a guy that's not willing to pass the rock around uh, and trust other guys. Like I, I think, I think it says more than just uh, the digs, you know, the dig storylines that happen um, <clears throat> than anything. I think it says more about Allen and, and what, how he trusts his team around him. How much, how much of this falls on Dorsey as well? Yeah, I think the run part does. I mean, they only, James Cook only had 14 carries last night for 71 yards. He was averaging five yards a carry. I don't right. know. Sign me up for that. That's you. That means you give the guy three times the ball three times. Guess what you have? A first fucking down. That's what right. you got. <laughs> right. I mean, you give it to him twice, and he got a first fucking down. Right, right. I, I'm He's with you, too. I, I, Why I don't know what Right, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that either. You know, what I'm saying when they're, when they're even semi balanced, you know, what I'm saying because they're never going to be 50 50 when you got Josh Allen like that. But even a 60 40, 65 35 type split would be a little better. But 14 carries in a game that's that close, I mean, they could have just kept pounding the rock against against uh, the Giants and they just, they just choose not to, man. So I, 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 th- I think it is play calling as well. Were you guys were you guys surprised that there there wasn't a reported of a murder after uh after halftime because I thought Dayball was going to murder Tyrod Taylor going into the half. Um, I thought for sure they would say Dayball's been arrested, Tyrod Taylor is murdered, um, and the Giants are rolling out for their third string quarterback and a new coach. So uh, because I mean, did you guys see that Tyrod? I can think they had a pass play uh, lined up. Tyrod checks to a run. The run gets stuffed at half right before half. They have they they don't get no points and then and right. they, you know what I mean. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad, especially coming from an experienced quarterback. Um, just panicking in the moment, man. You know what I'm saying? Just not thinking about the situation. That was horrible. Um, Dabo's got some anger management issues, though. You know what I'm saying? Because he he's forever angry at everybody. I mean, he embarrassed uh, you know Daniel Jones with the whole uh ipod you know ipad that that one that one game on monday night so yeah he, he has issues with all his quarterbacks apparently but when you have daniel jones and tyrod taylor i guess you you will have issues with your quarterbacks but um yeah you know saying how quickly he went from coach of the year to now there's you're know, saying people are are, are are suspect on him now but i think he's fine i think he's fine why I mean, why why are we suspect it's yeah, not it's him. New York fans that are there. You know what? Well, you know, you're you're not anybody. The worst. There, there, there's been a lot of talk about them just not looking like they're prepared and they're ready to play the, each game. So that is part of coaching having the, your team ready. The worst to go. thing that happened to the Giants was that they were successful last yeah, year. They that's that's what year. happened. The worst thing that happened was they won eight games last year. And the nice. reason I say that they they needed to flip flop this year and last year because yeah. they could have sucked so bad last year if they're one and at this point in time last year have one win and they finished four wins five wins last year guess what you got a top pick you say hey clearly we don't have to pay Danny Dimes this fucking money right. because right. see you, yep. you drop the here's the fucking door because you didn't make the playoffs you see you later. Right. You know right. what I mean? Then I, you can right. you, you can get Saquon. You draft a uh, one you know a rookie quarterback, or you try to get somebody. I don't I don't know. But the wor- that was the worst thing that happened was they they played good last year or yeah. are, are decent. You know, well, I mean, I mean everything everything fell their way. You know, what I'm saying right. they caught they caught all the breaks. They won a bunch of you know one close games. games. You know yeah, just saying? like right. the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So yeah, guess, yeah. No, I, I'm the, totally with you, man. 
they exceeded expectations last year. And they, all it did was put a burden on this season for them. Yeah. So this year, then you have, then it put a burden on the off season was like, well, shit, we got to pay Danny dimes. Cause we're picking near that back into the draft. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. have – there's not any free agents, you know, d- who are we going to spend money on? Jimmy always hurt Garoppolo? Probably not. Right. Like, now right. we got to pay Danny Dimes his fucking money. Now we're in a shithole for the next three, four years because – or t- at least two years because we paid Danny Dimes this money. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, I mean, it's it's technically a two-year deal. So, I mean, they can yeah. actually get out of it after next season. But either way, still, you, still, you still got yeah. – right, you still got this year and next year where you're stuck with him. Um, hey gang, I, I got I got the the list of uh, supposed Titans moves here: Danico, Autry, Derrick Henry, Kevin Byard, DeAndre Hopkins. So Hopkins is on that list. To isn't isn't Kevin Byard a, a middle linebacker? No, he's a safety. Oh, he's a safety. safety. He's a safety. He's a safety. Unfortunately, he's a top five safety in the league. I hate to lose him, but I also understand. So that's mm-hmm. probably that pick is probably the Kevin Byard is probably going to re- get your return the most. Yeah, that, that'll, probably, that'll probably get you a, spe- a second or a third. Somebody like I mean, the it, Eagles, you might as well get like get that. what you can. You yeah. might as well get get everything no, I, you can. Right I hear now. you. Uh, I will, like I said, I will weep for every one of those. But that's the way it is. It's where your team is. Yeah, the the Giants fell into the worst place you can be, where we overachieved mm-hmm. and now we're stuck in mediocrity. Uh, instead of just being, let's be really fucking bad. Or if you were really bad and you're starting to rebuild, and the, the, they screwed up by now they're stuck in mediocrity with a mediocre quarterback, no offensive line, no offensive weapons outside of Saquon. Uh, you know, Darren yeah. Waller's okay. I, I think yeah. I got so I'm gonna Darren go back to Waller's the Giants. The most upsetting. I, I got the I got go the ahead, most Steve. perfect perfect soundboard sound. Right here for the Giants signing Danny Dimes this offseason. That's what it was. Exactly what it was. And that's that's just it's just the only respectable thing that I could put it out there for Danny Dimes. Respectful. This, I, I, I think the G, I think can the GM after this season, uh, he gave you a horrendous deal of you know not being able, not even trying. Like he could have gone out. I guarantee you somebody would have would have you could get something. Right, and go out and get a guy, and instead you settled with what worked the first season. First season, P, and, and that's, that's the thing that there's talk. There's talk that that was Mara, that it was Mara that wanted to keep Daniel Jones. Well, this makes sense then, right? This makes because, sense because he's interfered before. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the one that he's the one that made them pick Saquon Barkley. You know, what I'm saying instead of going after a quarterback because they wanted to try to make another run with Eli Manning. So they, they yeah. got they drafted Saquon Barkley, and I think he was the one that wanted them to re-sign. Well, Mara saw all that he he thinks Danny Dimes out there is Eli Manning. He doesn't know Eli. Well, he acts like he acts just ago. like him. So yeah, that he that's what I mean. They look him. like, yeah. act alike. Yeah. There's a difference, Johnny. He doesn't act like him. At least Eli gave him an opportunity to win. Well, he's time. he's. Uh, yeah. I mean, off the field, you he know? sounds like he, him. He talks like him you know, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Even on the field, they're quite the same. <laughs> They're they're lost. Uh, Eli, you at least gave you opportunity to Mm -hmm. to go out there and and at least have an attempt, you know, at it. So, you know that that's that's the big thing of it all. Let me ask. That's the problem when owners want to get too involved. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just cut the check, man. Let the football people make the football. Stay the hell. Yeah, you hire a GM. You hire a head coach. Let them do their damn job. You know, right? Only 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 show up. 
when you know it's like a horrendous situation or revolt, you know, similar to what Clark Cut right. had to do in uh, 2012, uh, you know, get Scott Pioli out of there, get, you know, clean the house uh, essentially and, and just go out and, and, you know, do what he did in 2013 uh, off season. So, you know, only step in when you need to, but not be as involved in your day-to-day operations. You know what I mean? Right. That's that was one of the things problem. about uh, I was reading about the Colts last year was Ursay heavily uh, involving himself in the Colts stuff. Yes, uh, last year and people, yeah. players, and everything. Well, yeah, he hired Jeff Saturday. He, right. He's the one who brought right. Saturday right. on. Right. Yeah, but I, I I was reading I was reading in the Athletic as you know I do, uh, and, they, and they talked yeah. about countless <laughs> players that they wouldn't put on the record. But Ursay was trying to figure out who, which player said it and whatnot, and the reporter was like, "Nah, bro, nah." <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, they, and then uh, Frank Wright's dealing with that same situation. He's already got a riff with uh, the owner in Carolina. Said, "Oh yeah, Tepper is very yeah. hands on." Uh, Frank Wright gave up. You know, it's getting bad when the head coach, who is the play caller, gives up play calling duties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Frank Wright <laughs> gave up play calling duties. Johnny, I said this last night. I said, I don't know. As much as Carolina got the quarterback wrong, but they definitely got the head coach wrong. Uh, you look at Indy, before Frank Wright got there, they were a strong, powerful running team, mm-hmm. uh, punched people in the mouth. Now you look at you you look at them now, now that Frank Wright's gone, they're kind of back to that. Carolina last year, strong running team, good defense. Now, 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 now. Let's calm down. Frank Wright gets you. Okay. You look at what you got now. You got a soft Miles Sanders that you that the GM signed, right? The, the offseason moves weren't meant to punch people in the mouth. That's not the head coach. The head coach that is, that's his before. style. That's his I mean, style. Frank, Frank Reich has to have some kind of say in who the yes, GM is. Yes, that's his. Is that's, it, yeah. yeah. Does he? Yeah. It's, I, it's I mean, you would think if they're working in cohesion, I mean, at least that's the way it should be. Favoritism, favoritism in the chat. <laughs> right now, he might be. He might be Johnny Junior. He might be. He's if, top if, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, let's just keep him upright, man. That's all if I you, care about. If right you there. remember, um, if you uh, remember, I talked about the. We talked about like Carolina Panther before the the season started, and there hmm. was a, a a report out that Frank Reich has a complicated offense, and yeah. there were people talking about like this is probably not the best offense for a young rookie quarterback to kind of learn. And so people thought he was going to tweak it. Then he got up there and said, "No, man, it's great offense. It's going to be fine." Well, I mean, supposedly they it's simplified it. They simplified it for, for for Bryce Young this year. But I mean, Frank Wright. I mean, not for nothing, but he kind of he kind of carried. You know, he he got all his pub and all his stuff from 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 being with Doug Peterson. Yeah, he was the Carl offensive Pence. coordinator. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Doug yeah. Peterson wins the Super Bowl with Frank right on the staff and all of a sudden, you know, it's the whole Sean McVay, you know what I'm saying, thing where yeah. he had, you know, he was on his staff. So now he's gotta be and he's, he's already this is already his second or third chance. And again, we all talked about this yesterday. Uh agree I agree totally with Alan here. They should have stepped they should have kept yeah, Wilkes there. He had he, had, he had that team motivated. They were playing hard for him. You still could have drafted the young quarterback and let him um develop, you know what I'm saying? But that's what happens, you know what I'm saying? I mean, these owners, that especially that owner over there in Carolina, he's all about just trying to make headlines and, and you know what I'm saying, wants attention on himself like, and shit like what, that. That's all what, he's what is like what, what is going on in the NFL nowadays? I don't remember hearing as much 
ownership involvement, you know, growing up uh, at all. And now all of a sudden it feels like it's left and right. You know, Jones has always been a big thing about it, which we know. Yeah. Uh, well, they all the situation. They all know? want to be Jerry Jones, which really, right. uh, in hindsight, Why? they all want to be. Um, I listened to the GM shuffle with uh, Michael Lombardi, and he said they all want to be Al Davis. Right. You know, Al Davis right. had did have some success. Like I know in our lifetime, we don't remember a whole lot of Raiders success, but right. uh, before that, in the, well, but Al Davis knew football. He yeah, was, that, and that's the thing. That's, right? like, and that's what and that's yeah. what he was saying is like they all want right. to be Al Davis. But the problem is Al Davis came from football. Right. Like he knew football. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Jerry Jones didn't come from football. He came from oil money. You know, right. uh, Tepper doesn't. Well, I mean, he, he went. He went to Arkansas. I mean, like, so he was into football. Uh, a little. Te- Tepper, get, Tepper is a billionaire open. with a yeah, new once, toy, so he wants to play with his toy the way he, he had wants a stake with, with the Steelers. So now he thinks he could be the Steelers. You know? Yeah, it, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and that's the thing. Let let the football guys be the football guys, and right. they report to you. The best teams are the owners who aren't involved. And they just get everything kind of right. gets reported back I, to them. You I know, mean, that's it, right. Covered. I was gonna say, do you yeah, ever right? hear anything? Do you ever hear anything about the the the, the Pittsburgh owner? Do you ever no. hear anything about yeah, you, know you, saying, like, hear. Those you don't hear nothing about them, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah, you know, your your boys over there in Kansas City, you don't hear nothing about nope. those ownerships. They just let their football people do their thing uh-huh. and they they right. they sign the checks. Yeah, they step in when they have to step in. You know, right. it's really bad. When you got when you got banners flying over, uh, right. over Arrowhead on game day, you know, saying Dwayne Bow or whatever the Sonic story was, but you know, like, and then the firing and then the suicide that year, and you know, it's just yeah, you you just gotta like that's when you step in and that's when right. it's appropriate to step in. Yeah, you know, that's because the, the football people aren't doing the football people's jobs. Correct. Right. You know that's I mean? why you gotta kick them out. But that's yeah. the only that's the only time when you know the franchise is like in a really bad state, then you can come in and play. But right. once you hire, like once you hire guys, like you're in part of the involvement of hiring guys, uh-huh. right? Yeah, Isn't that right. what owners are? Yeah. Let let them go. Let them be just over oversee, but don't step in. Let them do what you hire them to do. I don't I get it. it. I, I don't. I think also Jerry Jones suffers. Uh, from early success in ownership, right? Well, he the problem a, with well, he made with Jerry, what happened was Sam. Once Jimmy said no to something, he didn't like Jimmy. I gotta have right. a yes man. I've had yeah. yes man now, and, and he and, and he didn't like now. the fact that Jimmy Johnson was getting all the credit. Yeah, I mean he he built the fucking well, team. Yeah, he I coached the that. team. He should get the credit, but Jerry oh, yeah. Jones felt like he should have gotten more credit. Exactly. And, I, and I'll give it to you. Know what I'm saying, I mean, they do tend to draft good players, um, but well, he, he, you know, what I'm saying he wants he wants all the credit. Um, he should have just left it alone, <laughs> and God only knows what else Jimmy Johnson could have done with that with that, that team. I, felt, I don't know. I kind of felt like he drafts. Like I remember when they had the uh, arrest record for the Cowboys drafted. Like it was a massive <laughs> book. And it seems to me like that's how he's kind of doing it. He's like, I well, mean, I he, he, ten, he tends to overlook some character flaws. My point is he gambled in the nineties and he's still gambling today. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not paying off. Jerry, Jerry wanted to draft uh, Johnny Manziel. It was written like it, it, Johnny, oh, yeah. Jerry was, he was not hundred percent ain't on Johnny Manziel. It took his son to say, dad, throw that fuck, like really threw the fucking right? draft card away. You know what I mean? So, uh, 
Jersey. Yeah, that's that's yeah, probably yeah. That's, that's true. Because he would only have yep. two Super Bowls instead of three. Mm-hmm. So no, I think I think that was the one that that Barry Switzer won. Yeah, no? yeah, Barry Switzer won that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah if one. he if he wouldn't have won that one, then oh my god, all the shit that he would have mm-hmm. gotten because he only would have had the ones that Jimmy got him. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I mean it's again, you know, and, I, and I, I, hate talk, I hate talking about owners because I got to deal with a knucklehead one my damn self. Um, yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? So, but at least I ain't talking he, about he cowboys. Seems, <laughs> he seems to finally just be letting the guys do what they got to do. You know, what I'm saying he's chilling in his suite doing the waddle dance and shit now. So now, he's not you know, on the phone with uh, yeah, Tom yeah. Payton or, or <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and, and Tom just, anymore. Just, just stick to sign. How about the guys signing the, the checks, bro? With the Raiders, right? Oh, oh yeah, survived. Mark Davis. Mark, Mark Davis. Be 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 smart. He says to the fans, "Be smart." Yeah, they have <laughs> right. to because you're not being smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he gets he gets the Lloyd Christmas haircut. Yeah, uh, every, every time. <laughs> There's shit on the walls. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> wait, what? No, wait, wait. Here it is. That was genius, Lloyd. You're genius. I mean, where did you come up with a scam like that? I saw it in a movie once. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> so what happened? So the guy tricks him, talks to him to pick it up. The cab, and got no. In the movie, they catch up to him half mile down the road and slit his throat. Who's <laughs> a good one? <laughs> That's Mark Davis talking. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> that guy. Love that movie. <laughs> That guy, man. Wow. Like, oh, what, man. what a mess they're in, too. Yeah. God. Yeah. Las and, Vegas. And this, and this I mean, is... you're in Las Vegas, damn it. Like, look what the look what uh the Knights have done in being Las Vegas as an expansion team. Right. And, and you you bring a Raiders organization in that hasn't done jack shit. And now you're gonna bring yeah, Oakland to town too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the, the, the Golden Knights are gonna be they're gonna be the shit. For Vegas for a minute, you know what I'm saying? I mean, football yeah. is going to be popular, yeah, so people are going to go, but the Raiders are going to be garbage for a minute, uh-huh. the, the Oakland A's are going to be garbage, so it's going to be all about the Golden Knights until they the get Golden a basketball Knights. team, until they get yeah. an NBA team in there. Which could That's be, true. I think Seattle uh-huh. and, and and Vegas would be the next yeah, two. Yeah, NBA. yeah, you got you got to you got to give Seattle the Supersonics back. Hey, now. you got to hey you now, hey now, squad, hey now, you you know, we got the Mahomes magic. If we can combine that with some Taylor Swift magic, we can get oh, ourselves an NBA team here in Kansas City, baby. I think we can do this. Mahomes brought Whataburger up uh, from the south to to Kansas, right? Uh, Mahomes is part owner of the Royals. He invests in, you know, they're part owner of the, the Casey current, the women's soccer team. Now it's time. Yeah. He's been pushing for it. Just think about it. Mahomes with a little bit of oomph from the T Swifties, like Kansas city could have an NBA team. And then yeah. I have something more to follow into that sport or even ho- look, I'll take NBA or hockey. Give me one. Give I mean, me one. NBA ain't bad considering, considering the, considering the college schools and stuff. You're out. I mean, I think I think Kansas. I think they would support an NBA team. I would. I think they we would. would. We get the yeah. the preseason games. They always show up here. The exhibitions, you know. And there's a good crowd at every oh, single one. Oh, Allen! Oh, Allen! He's feeling good. Allen's Cowboys got a three point lead, and he's feeling himself. 
No, he's he's going to mention his Raider, his Rangers. Now that's that you're hey, 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 props to him, man. As here, long as here, Houston don't coming. make it, it's I'm coming. Good with that's that, what all the magic is. Well, I'll take the Super Bowls all day, babe. If that's what it is, so you know, these rings can't worry about it. <laughs> Let's uh, I son, we usually talk a little college football on Mondays with uh, yeah. With Jim as well. Yeah. Let's get in a little bit of that. What do you guys make of Colorado, man? I mean. I know we were all high. Reality, reality I, I, is hitting them. I mean, Jesus, you were up twenty nine to nothing at uh, uh, twenty. I think twenty nine nothing at one point, and then you lose uh, and double overtime. It was twenty nine yeah. and a half at the half. Uh, they, you you held uh, Stanford. They weren't able to do anything, anything at all in the first half at all, like zilch. And the collapse happens right away in the third quarter. And you kind of felt I mean, change, but you I didn't think, think it would evident. stick. I think it's evident. It's it's bad coaching. That's what it is. It's bad. Not, it, it is. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> you are. I'm I'm pissed off, dude, about it. And here's the thing, though. It's it, it was I think more of the players and the staff than Dion uh, on that because they had what four legal substitutions in the second half that yeah. cost them big downs, at least on two of them. You can't have that in a program that's winning. You can't have that when you're trying to sustain a lead. And, right. and it was just, it just wasn't good coaching. Like they got out coached on the adjustments made by Stanford at half. They and that's, hey, that's something that Dion's going to have to figure out with his staff uh, in this, in this style of competitiveness where he was before you might've got away with it uh, of keeping the same game plan and going at it in this, in D one. In this area, in the big leagues of college football, you can't do that. You're going to get beat by these teams that do make adjustments. You got to know how to combat come at, out of that. Yeah, yeah the, they got to make the halftime adjustments. They, they are falling. They are, uh, it, it seems to be, you know, they were everybody's America's darling or haters. They've fallen back, but I mean, they're still successful a lot to what they've already done, what they were. No, they got a long way to go. Every, no. Everybody. Yes. Every, what a start. Yeah, everybody's still like we still got to. Re- hey, this is a team that won one game last year. They're still in the rebuild mm-hmm. process, so right. uh, I'm not ready to throw in the towel on them yet. Yeah. Uh, at least not long term, but short term. Like obviously this season, they they could still maybe yeah. hopefully get a bull. No, I mean, yeah, you, you so, give him a couple so. more years of, of recruiting It'll and that transfer okay. portal, and yeah, because yeah, he he's going to be able to recruit. Like I, I'm I'm with Tanner though. He's gonna he's either gonna have to get some some better assistance. As far as the X's and O's, because you know what I'm saying, because he, he's going to be the thing. ultimate recruiter, so he's going to get players. It's just yeah. a matter of coaching them up and it's, getting them prepared to play. Yeah. It's just yeah. an adjustment period, right? First, yeah. you know, yeah. basically still new to college football in a way. Now you're yeah. going into a bigger competitiveness. Now you're coming to the Big 12 next year, uh, you know, and you where you have an opportunity to win a division or a yeah. conference, yeah. And, and that's that's kind of where it comes into play of. You know, how can you grow from this, right? This is such a great start for Colorado. So mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people thought they would be like, you know, tank because that's what they did last year and kind of be in the same way and be a really slow growth. If you, I mean, the wins you already have this year and the the way your style you're playing and, and they like, competed against goes. USD at least. Like, right. I know Oregon, they got right. slapped in the mouth. Yeah. You can get slapped in the mouth of Oregon, everybody, you know, outside of Washington yeah. that almost did, but you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not, yeah, it's I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against Prime either, bro. No, I, yeah. I, 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 homeboy is successful at, at everything. That bro, guy, so dude. 
Yeah. I was like third quarter, man. Third quarter, I hopped in. I did a live bet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it was uh, Colorado to win the quarter, like minus 105 through 10 down. And then all of a sudden, everything just started happening, happening, happening. I'm like, bro, right, what, what the hell is happening right now? Number 13 then, for Stanford. That yeah, was, he and, and then the fourth, oh, yeah. fourth quarter yeah. happened, and it's a three point game. And I'm like, I was just sitting, I was just sitting there like, what? what? That can't so, that so, can't so it was it was Tanner's kiss of death, huh? Tanner I needed, put some, I just Tanner needed put some money on. <laughs> I see him to win. I don't not even cover, just win, dude. And like all of a sudden, I I went to bed at the five minute mark because I was like, I can't watch this shit anymore. I'm going to bed. It's like one o'clock. So I went to bed, woke up, and they lost. And I'm just loud. I'm just like, this this is unreal, dude. Unreal. It was crazy, man. That Washington Oregon game was a lot of fun, man. I fly like that, that was the game that that's how it should have been played. Yeah. You know, where's where's where does the opportunity come down to uh, between those two teams? And I mean, we saw it. QB play was high level, right? Yeah. Defense uh, needed to make a stop, and you know, there's some things that swing both ways. But in the end, Washington made it out. Uh, live, so it was, you know. that yeah. was a heck of a game. It was back and forth. I thought Washington scored too early, and damn yeah. near did. It, mm-hmm. I mean, Oregon uh, goes all the way down the field. Both quarterbacks made some great plays, yeah. uh, and now you know. And then, and they just Oregon missed the field goal. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Scott seems to think that that Penix might have put himself in the you know draft situation where he might be one of the top quarterbacks drafted. I mean, the kid played well. This yeah. is the first time I had really heard of him, you know what I'm saying, so, this year. So I don't know how I feel about him suddenly being, but that's that's how it happens sometimes. Or Michael Penix, before that game, uh, Michael Penix, uh, odds for the Heisman opened up at plus 1,400. Uh, I don't know if that was the beginning of the season, I think, at plus 1,400. Now it's minus 140. Mm. So he's the yeah, odds on me. Yeah, he, he balled out, man. That was that was a fun game, man. He was on display right there again against a I guess a, a top ten team, two top ten teams battling it out right there. It was, it was a lot of fun, man. That was a good game. I'll be straight, oh, bro. I I want Deion Sanders to fail. Fail. I hate that man with a passion. <laughs> Why? 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 Because he's a fucking dickwad. What do you mean? No, <laughs> no, he's just confident. I don't, think, I don't, I don't like Prime, man. I want him to fail. I want him to fail. <laughs> I don't like the way he treats his players. I want them to fail. Okay? I do. I love everything about What's him. Up, Bobby? I love I everything about That's him. fine. I'm just saying. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the how, one here. That what, I, I like, let me ask you. What? Why? What does he do to about how he treats his players? How you don't like about it? I don't think th- – we talked about this before. I don't think he treated the players that wanted to leave fairly. I think it's a dickwad move. And then I what, think – What do you mean fairly? What are you expecting right. in, a, in a major school like Colorado? Right. What do you I want hold to them if, if you want to bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah, he gave them a right to leave. Yeah. Right. You're going to have to compete. Guys, what I'm saying is if he wants to talk about how he's like – for the players, and he's this great coach, or whatever else, then you got to let your players leave with their film and everything like that. If you want to talk about like being honorable and stuff like that, these college players don't get a lot of choice in everything. He could have let them have it. Okay. What That's film are you talking about? What, what do you mean? Have what? I gotta look the it film? up. Hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There, there was a there was a player that was trying to leave, 
And they 18, wouldn't release 18, 18 players, and quite a bit of them were pissed that he was not letting their film which, get yeah, out. Or something that like didn't that. make sense, you know. Uh, that, like, yeah, that's 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 a bit of a dick move. You know, what I'm saying? it is I'll a dick you, move. I, I I think he's a dick. I think he's an egotistical <laughs> maniac, and I hope he fails in every aspect. Egotistical, a little bit, yes. I think he might yes, be a little egotistical. Yes, of course he is. But he has that's every right to be Dion. egotistical. <laughs> yeah, that's, his, that's who he is. That's yeah. Dion. Yeah, right. That's, that's what, I'll be a Dion. Hater, I'm okay with it. No, I feel good right. about it. I, I have a good friend of mine. He comments CK Landis uh, is a friend of mine and he hates yeah. Dion. Just mainly because he can't, it's hard for him to, he's coming around on Dion as the coach, but he's like, I just can't get out of the old Dion, like the player Dion. So yeah, Bobby G's right, but Saban's cool, right? No, I don't think so. I think no, Dave, no. Saban's, <laughs> Saban's an asshole cool. too. Saban's awful. Saban's an asshole. <laughs> he's a tyrant. He's a tyrant. Right. That's yeah. what he's saving. Just lucky. Into that, uh, Alan, you I liked your comment there, ranking the top your top five teams in that. Uh, personally, for me, guys, I don't know about you, but mm. you know, I, I'm definitely putting Penn State at the number five mark at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, 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 they play in, uh, Michigan this weekend. Oh, Ohio State. They got Ohio State this weekend, baby. Uh, we got a big matchup mm. there. Uh, I'm yeah. not putting Oklahoma in the top five. Uh, I know either. that for sure. At the moment, and Georgia, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. I would, I would put, I would put, I would put Penn State. <laughs> I would put Penn State up in there. Yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, this, boys. I was, I was at a wedding, yeah. and it was filled with Texas A&M fans, and I was singing Rocky Top at the top of my lungs on Saturday. <laughs> and I was, I, I, my, you got to have Washington in there to me. I, yeah, the Pac-12 yeah. has been. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would take. I would take Oklahoma. Washington at four. Penn State at five. Yeah, Ohio State six. Oklahoma seven. Uh, I think Michigan to me. Wait, isn't Allen an Oklahoma fan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's why I'm talking shit. (laughs) To me, I don't think I know Georgia's undefeated, but I think I like the way Michigan's been playing, and I like Um, Florida State. Florida State has been putting it on people, bro. We all know this, guys. Michigan's Mi- not playing the same teams as Georgia. Michigan's no. playing against the Big Ten, not the SEC, and right. they're beating. The, they're playing the teams that they should beat all every time. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, Georgia was playing again, but some of them SEC teams aren't very good. Let's no. let's not get like ESPN here and hype up the fucking SEC here. The, the no. Half the SEC is not very fucking good, and some of those teams that Florida's Auburn's not very good, and they took it to the took it to the. To, to the very brim of uh, for Georgia. Auburn, so Auburn's not, better than Indiana. Uh, Auburn's, Auburn's better, better yeah, than bro. Minnesota. Yeah. Auburn's better than Nebraska. Yeah. Auburn close yeah. with Rutgers. Uh, Auburn's better than Bowling Green. Auburn's better than UNLV. That's yeah. the schedule Michigan's play this year. And I, you I, want I, to tell me schedule's got to pick up though? Because I I was honestly going to say I, I would put. I would have Michigan. I mean Georgia, because you got to give Georgia their props. Two times depending. Of, uh, I, I, I would go Georgia, Florida State, Michigan, Washington, and then I like. I, yeah, I like what Penn State has done. I know Ohio Here, State is Ohio of, State, uh, but yeah, hearing that, strength that, of that, schedule talk in college football is like a tale as old as time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forever yeah. and ever and ever and Michigan. Ever. So Michigan going forward, they got. <laughs> they do got. Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio yeah. State. To, to I mean, Indiana. if they if they get if they get through those undefeated, then yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll they should be a top two, you, three. You teams, got so. three teams in this in this next four, uh, five games. 
three teams in the next five games that can give you competition. That's yeah. Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State. That's, that's it. That's, 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 three said that. that's three teams that can beat why, them. Why, why are we well, – I'm not defending Michigan at all. Please don't. They're going to get in the playoffs again, and then they're going to lose, and then we're going to be they like, probably, how did Michigan lose? They, they probably will. They probably will. They probably if they can uh, if they can beat Ohio State. I was about to like, say they, they can they can easily lose one or two. They can they can lose to Penn State and Ohio State. They can't. No. Oh well, yeah, yeah. They, they could. Can. They could. They can. They can't they can. make the playoffs, but they no. They no, can't. No, if they no, lose no, Ohio no. State or any of those games, they'll be yeah, out. If, if they lose two games, games, they're done. Yeah. Look, Georgia hasn't really paid anybody either. Outside, yeah, but, I'm looking at Auburn, yeah over here screaming about. Look at Georgia's schedule. Mark Martin, Kentucky, Ball State. Who? South Carolina is garbage. What? South, Carolina's better than, what? South Carolina's better than all the Michigan teams that you just we just named. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, South Carolina has like one win on the year. Ranked, ranked. Bro, they've, ranked. they've only played six games, man. Seven games. They're gonna uh, play better teams soon. They play the college. They always, they always play a bunch of cupcakes, <laughs> and then they might have like one good game in their first six, seven games. That's how they set up their schedules every year. They got Florida. Georgia's got Florida this week. Yeah, the and Florida garbage. We, we've seen garbage. that. They do come. We do got Mizzou. They got Mizzou, baby. Let's go, Tigers. Uh, Mizzou's garbage. I, yeah, they are, but, hey. What are you talking about, Johnny? Uh, they, they, <laughs> I'm just fucking with Nate. I'm not a bigger fan, but I got to respect a little. They I are ranked number 20. Here. You know, I was just fucking they, with Nate. Kentucky <laughs> over the weekend. Uh, then they got Ole Miss. That's a tough game. That's a game that yeah. they would be tough. Yeah. Then they got Sam's Vols, and then they got Georgia Tech, and then they got the SEC championship game. Still better than all those done. teams that Michigan has to play. I think I'm I just saying right now, I think Michigan's the better team. I don't right think now, so. As we speak. No. Ooh. I think they get hammered by some other Ooh. good team. I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I think there's cause for opportunity for turnovers when you get against a good defense. I don't trust Michigan to be consistent enough to – to go play a team like they did last year at TCU and lose, you know, I I, I think you're looking at the same scenario in this. I don't, at, I think Georgia has has the ability to to fight out these close games like they've done. The you know, team that the really it, it, it and we mentioned them just a minute ago. I said I, I like Washington a lot, especially after they beat Oregon. Yeah, they got a tough remaining schedule. Their last couple games, they got they got to go to USC. Uh, then then Utah comes to town. Then they got to go to Oregon State, who's ranked number twelve, and then Washington State is uh, they're four and two right now. So I mean, they, they got some tough games. Unreal, that game's coming up. That's that's a haul right there. I mean, Washington can pull that out. They deserve to be in that playoff uh, by by that. Plus, so. plus they'll have the Pac twelve championship game. Yeah, you know the Pac twelve. Yeah, and that's where it come down to, right? Does the Pac twelve kick themselves out of a championship game again, or a playoff, you know, opportunity? Yeah, you look at. Oklahoma, yeah, they got the big win against uh, Texas. They haven't really played anybody either right now. I mean, Arkansas State, SMU, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, don't don't talk about that. They are top five in offense and defense uh, right now. I believe they're still top five offense and defense in the nation. Um, you know, they got the Jayhawks. I think this week they don't play a, a single ranked team the rest of the way. Right now, no, currently, they don't play a single ranked team. That's what I'm saying. I don't put Oklahoma in that. 
They have to they have to win out to have a chance to get that four spot. They have to win out, and that's, that's all it is. They'd have to play Texas again, maybe again. Correct. Correct. Uh-huh. In the Big Twelve Championship game. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's gonna be interesting to see, man. It's it's gonna wind up like the those those games that are, are the main ones: the Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, you know saying, yeah, Georgia. Well, this you know weekend's State. Michigan State. Right. Our Mich or Penn State, uh, Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game's in Ohio State, that game's in Ohio State, right? It's in the horseshoe, the horseshoe, yeah. I think it's right. So, you got uh, Penn State at Ohio State, 11 a.m. game, uh, on Saturday, 11 a.m. That's gonna be a fun one, uh, there. Um, we also got to look at there's another one here. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Bama, Tennessee. Uh, kind of that fight to stay alive in the playoff push there. Uh, you know, how can we can we give some some credit here to Drake May out there in North Carolina? Love him. Like, love him. They they've done nothing. We, 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 they, had, done we had him, we had him stifled in the first half. In the second half, he went. He took care of the yeah, he took he care went of the hurricane. fucking nuts on us, bro. And now he's got a receiver back. Uh was it Talaras or whatever from the NCA? Yeah. Uh, suspension or you know, review yeah, or whatever. The kid, the kid transfer, the transfer kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was, stuff, he was right? making some throws, man. He, 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 he was he, making some fucking throws. Like, we owe your North Carolina some credit here. Yeah. You know, this is a team putting themselves in position to talk about some playoff hope as well at 6 and 0. Well, they got to play Florida State, right, Johnny? And the they'll have to play them in the ACC yeah. championship yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. How, yep. how are they going to put Penn State, Ohio State at noon on a Saturday? Like that's, 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 that's what the Big Ten does, man. Yeah, but come on, man. That should have been an eight o'clock game, a seven o'clock game. You know what I'm saying? Man, really? Noon, noon. I mean, whatever. Big I'm gonna watch it, but damn. Yeah. So, so who's playing tonight game? Uh, it's U- Utah in uh, uh, what's their faces? I just looked it up. Michigan, Michigan State, but Duke, uh, so Florida, Duke, Duke and Florida State at seven thirty. That's you good. Utah, Clemson, USC, Miami, Arizona State, Washington, which Arizona State, blah, but so yeah, yeah, USC, Utah. Oh, that's gonna be a nice one. Can Utah's defense hold this off? Can, can you USC know? come can back play? after that that beatdown that they just took? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be interesting. All all the hype for for Caleb Williams. Let's see what USC does. Boy, they bounce, they for they that bounce back here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's, you know, he's gonna he's gonna face some adversity at some point. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't put in the ad read. So if you want to get to the ad read, and we'll go ahead and bring All on right. the guest. You want me to that. knock it out real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Sports creators, sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity, and I want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or to get ahead. Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits, and there has never been a better time to <laughs> sign up. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com slash let's talk. You'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All of these sportsbooks have valuable sign-up offers for new users, and when you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offers at each one. When you use multiple sportsbooks, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds, which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, Please consider signing up for your next sportsbook at signupexpert.com slash let's talk. 
And you, if you were betting, my man, you hopefully were betting on the Phillies, and hopefully you put lots of money on the Phillies in the last round because the Phillies absolutely beat the brakes off of this man's team. We haven't got a chance to talk to him since. And hopefully, if you were a betting man, you put money on whoever the Saints are playing because they stink too. Give it up for none other than uh, baseball coach of Western Arkansas, Jonathan yeah. Grisham. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh. And hopefully he didn't bet on two and over on the passing yards. Rich Mountain. It's flag. It, it's University of Arkansas, Rich Mountain, yes. Yeah, thank you. I, I knew Nick would get around again. Rich Mountain, Arkansas. What's their, what's their mascot? The Bucks. The Bucks. Right. that's right. All right. We're all nice. Bucks here. Um, yes, sir. Jonathan, let's jump right into it. How you feeling? Uh, I know it was pretty miserable weekend for you sports-wise outside of the LSU win. Uh, they didn't play nobody, so it doesn't matter. Um, but let's start with your Atlanta Braves. Let's actually start with the baseball in general. We kind of hit on it a little bit last week, but all the 101 teams, only one division team made the damn uh, CS, and that's the Astros. All the 100-win teams, the 99-win teams, all sitting at home right now. Mm-hmm. What's Rob Manfred say? Meh, we got to see how it's going to play out. Um, at one time, we know we cared about the regular season, but really, we don't give a fuck about 162 games. We just we care only about these next two weeks. I didn't. I thought James Cagney was dead. Meh, see? Meh, meh. <laughs> I mean, do you expect anything less of Rob Manfred? I mean, I, no, he might be the way- worst commissioner in all of sports. In, in He's a way, Gary Bateman in, in, in uh, hockey, I think. In, in a way, I agree. You need more time to at least to at least have a a, a judgment of how this is going to work instead of two years. But it's been a failure in both years so far. It's like it hasn't. It, you have taken out the the sole purpose of winning your division as an advantage in the postseason. It, this this five day break. You know, uh, it's a disadvantage. And as I've, I've said to people as well, how many days – I'm going to ask, how many times in a, in a major league season, major league baseball season, does a team have five days off? They don't. They, they, they don't. don't. The all-star break – the all-star break, right? Is it, not even the all-star break is really even five that's days. Just, it's maybe the three or four. Is, the all-star break is really three days with the fourth right. day, Thursday, a travel day to get to your city to play on Friday. Right. So, I mean, it's a three-day break, travel on the fourth day, getting ready to play on Friday at that point. So, you know, even even in the All-Star break, it's not five days. Right. You know, so it's it's really – you know, and we all know, we, being baseball fans and being – you know, speaking as a, as a former player, baseball is a rhythm sport. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've heard people yeah. say – Hey, the, the NFL has a bye week. Yes, the NFL is not a rhythm sport, though. You can have a bye week. In the NFL, it's about taking a, that week off is such an advantage that your body's been in a car crash 17 times this season that you get that yeah. off. You're able to rest, heal up, and be able to play and go from there. And then usually the top seeds win that that, that uh, the, the, the division round in the NFL. More times than not, the home team, the, vision, the winner, the division winner team, wins and goes to the, uh, to the championship uh, 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 round. So – that's it, it, not the greatest example. The NBA, I, I, the NBA, in a way, I mean, again, no bias. You have your straight, your straight bracket and go play. I'd like to see the the MLB do that. Whereas, again, you, if you want two days off to kind of go and make sure you have travel day, you kind of get, you know, you get your practice in the town and then you play the third day. Okay, because that's what it used to be anyway. But this is such a again, the five days is a disadvantage, that's and teams are trying to figure out what is the best way. The Braves tried to do. 
three inter-squad games. We're going to bring in guys from AAA. We're going to mix the team up a little bit. We're going to have our, you know, the the, the, the our our roster going to the postseason. Pitch a play uh, bat against our rotation. You know, for the Braves at least, Strider, Freed, uh, Elder are all going to pitch on those days on their scheduled days to 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 be able to start. And they're going to get the other uh, major league pitchers in there, but it doesn't it doesn't simulate the feeling of postseason ball. You know, so the teams are still trying to figure out what is they're going to figure out. They're going to try to figure out what is the best way to get us in a rhythm, to, you know, to keep us in a rhythm in this break. But I, I, the problem is, is again, you can't simulate the actual feeling of real games, and you certainly can't simulate the feeling of postseason games. And that's kind of what we have. And I'm not using that as an I won't say this. I'm not going to use that as an excuse for the Braves. Phillies were the hot team. They beat us. Yeah, yeah. The story. And that, that, that's, there's no excuses to it. They beat us again for the second year in a row. You know, so that and it is what it is. But there is, if you, it's not a coincidence. I don't believe it's a coincidence that the top four teams that had the best records got oh, over. Wow. And everybody Thank says you. the Astros. They they advanced. Yes, the Astros had a, a good matchup though that allowed them to advance. They were mm-hmm. they were the, yeah, they, the twins. they played the Twins. Yeah, yeah. The, and the Twins came out and the, and the Twins made it a series. I mean, credit to the Twins, they made it a series, but it was a good matchup for them. Whereas the you know Rangers and Orioles, Rangers was a bad matchup for the Orioles. Braves Phillies division rivals, bad bad, bad matchup for the Braves. Uh, I'm trying to the Dodgers, Dodgers, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks, yeah. Diamondbacks were hot against the Dodgers. Well, it doesn't help if the Dodgers, you already you, you already have no fucking pitching, right? We talked about that already. And then you get into the hitting. Freeman and Mookie Betts combined for one hit in the three games. That's You're not going to yeah. Two best players combined right. for one hit aren't going to help. No, and, and again, help you go to the Braves side, too, where you had Matt Olson not really do anything for the Braves except a couple like a couple singles here and there. Uh, you know, Riley performed, Acuna up and down, Ozzy up, you know, up and down, didn't really do much. Ozuna didn't really do much. Harrison. So it was the same thing for the Braves' wives. I mean, again, like it, it's just the, the rhythm was thrown off with these guys. And that, that's going to be a problem. And I'd like to see, does that pattern continue over the next three to five years when we do now that at that point we do have enough – enough years, enough seasons, enough postseason to go by and say, hey, this is terrible. This is not going to yeah. work anymore. We need to do something at, at, at that point. And, I, and by, when we get to that, then, you know, we'll have a lot of complaining by a lot of fan bases. But at that point, is Rob Manford actually answer the question to go, you know, of are you going to do something to fix this? Because this is not working for the teams that are actually supposed to be rewarded for winning their division, which that's supposed to be. If you win your division, you get rewarded with home field advantage. You get rewarded for what what it means to be one of the best teams in your in the league, and you get a chance to be one of the best teams in the postseason. And that's not the case right now. That's full true. I mean, that's very true. It's not. It's not the case right now. Uh, within it, and it's yeah. And, and I'll, 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 let me say this part too. And I, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off, Tanner. No, you're good. But, I listened to ESPN last week, at least right when the Brave series was kind of ending. And there's a narrative right now about postseason play that's, that apparently it's changing. And I, I don't know why this is being the case. But media is now saying, well, the postseason is not about the best teams anymore. It's supposed to be about who's the hottest teams. But they're trying to crown a champion that is the best team in the league. Right. Correct. When, when did we when did we start saying well the, we don't want the best team winning we want the hottest team 
So again, I know in my Braves were a recipient, uh, recipient of that. We were we were one of the worst division winners in 2021. We've got hot, won a World Series. Look at the grand scheme of it. We shouldn't have won the World Series that year. We were one of the we were record wise one of the worst teams entering the postseason. We just got hot. So I mean, I'll, I'll see here as a Braves fan with a World Series ring, you know, you know, sitting on my table. We should I mean we weren't we weren't the best team in 2021. We just weren't. You weren't. No. Yes. Not but at all. We just got hot. So the postseason in 2021, in a way, didn't really determine the best team. It just determined who the hottest team was, and the Braves were the hottest team. And we're seeing that right now. The Phillies are the hot. Phillies and Rangers are the hot teams. And are, but we're going to sit here and say, in the grand scheme of the whole season, are they the two best teams in Major League Baseball? No, no, I, I can't answer that question. Yes, but for some reason the media narrative right now is well, we don't want the best teams playing in the postseason, we want the hot teams playing. So that I, makes I, no sense to me at all, man. I mean, I understand that the hot team sometimes does wind up winning it, but that should not be what you what you want. It shouldn't be every you year, saying, right? You, you know, want having the, the hot best team in the world battling it out. That is the conversation that's going on in the national media, is they're saying, well, the best, best. There, I kid you not. I, uh, it was uh, Carlin and Joe actually on ESPN Radio. I heard this. They and, and Carlin and my goodness, Chris Carlin. I can't stand the the, the guy listening and talk. It's like nails on a freaking chalkboard to me. But he he goes watching the best teams is boring. That's what he said. I kid you not. Watching the wait, I don't want. He goes. I don't want the best teams playing in the postseason. I want the hot team. I want the storyline. What? They, they, they're looking. I mean, for I guess for the for for news media. I mean, I guess that's the mentality. But for actual baseball fans, that's not what you want, man. No. Well, well, it's, they're they're treating it just like it, from what it sounds like. It's just like March Madness. You don't want to watch the number one seeds win. You want to watch them lose. You want to watch the Cinderellas get far and went, go to the distance, right? And that's exactly well, how it sounds like for the way people are treating MLB playoffs now. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Which at the end of the day, though, yeah, the hot team, the hot team, the young, you know. But you get, but we'll go to the March Madness side of it. You'll still get, yeah, you'll get an upset here and there. But what do we get at the end of the day of the NCAA tournament? Well, we still get the big dogs that end up. Normally, the big dogs end up. So, so right now, the who's the only big dog in the postseason of the fourteen? So what's the Houston Astros? The and they're and they're down 2-0 right now. They're they're two games away from being swept. So we're gonna have a we're gonna have a we're gonna have a wild card team, which again, Rangers were at one point, you know, were a top a, a number two seed at one point in the season. They 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 choked it away at the end of the regular season, but they were able to get hot. But I mean, are we? As I said, are we considering the Texas Rangers to be one of the best teams, one of the top two or top three teams of all of Major League Baseball in twenty twenty three? No, I, I wouldn't put that be the case. But I put. I mean, it, it well, looks like it right now. I mean, I mean at, at least, at least, like you said, at least they 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 led the division for for a good portion correct. of the season. So they they had their correct. spurs where they were a really good team. So right. really, that, that, really that's okay. I mean, but as high as last was, year, right? And they they look like. I mean, they're putting, as high as I was on the Diamondbacks this year. We're going to see here and say the Diamondbacks one of the best teams in the National League. No. Uh, we all I know mean, that, right? No, no. I, 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 I love what the Diamondbacks were. I mean, I, I you know and everything, but we're not going to sit here, put them in a in a in a in a series against the Braves, put them against a series against the Dodgers. And I know they just beat the Dodgers, but throughout the regular season, we weren't considering the Diamondbacks the the, the top two seeds and or top two teams in in the National League, let alone the top two or top three teams in all of Major League Baseball. 
But here we are. We have them going right now with the Phillies. And, again, I know the Phillies are the hot team. They're the Cinderella team that the media is falling in love with. And that's another that's another thing I'll, that I just pisses me off about the national media, ESPN, that uh, between the Braves and Phillies series. But they're they're just falling in love with the Phillies, and they're trying to make them sound like, oh yeah, they are the Phillies were the best team in baseball. Not that I saw of though. It was, it was the Braves. Though. The Braves were the best team all in 2023. We just got beat. Okay, I can live with the Phillies beating the Braves. I, I can't really live with seeing you know Diamondbacks beating the Dodgers in this in the situation again just how they got beat and I know the Dodgers were not they were a shell of them for themselves we've seen the Dodgers in the last five six years correct but, but yeah are we are we going to sit here and say that you know anybody expected the Diamondbacks to sweep the Dodgers no no that not no. at all. So, yeah, it's bro- the, the system is broken right now for playoff for the postseason in Major League Baseball. And but Manford is not going to admit it right now. Uh, and I don't, from what we've seen of Rob Manford, will he ever admit it? Probably not. You know, the only way that I think we adjust, the only way I think we will ever adjust the postseason is after expansion occurs and we get we get two more teams added. And we have thirty two teams in in MLB. Yeah, and yeah. And, how, and please stop with the the Phillies being a Cinderella. They got one of the highest payrolls and one of the so, stacked lineups. Johnny, that's, that's not exactly Johnny, Cinderella. They're, they're giving them the now. Cinderella treatment uh, due to the fact that Harper was injured to start the year. Uh, what's his face was injured. Like they had a bunch and, of injuries yeah. to start it. And so that's where the Cinderella treatment's coming in because what Harper didn't return to like three or four weeks after the season started. But like it's it's not Cinderella worthy. Right. Yeah, it's not Cinderella. They were in the World Series last year. This right, is not right. a, like yeah, this right. is not yeah. a team that they're came stacked. out of nowhere. The Diamondbacks are the Cinderella team, right? Diamondbacks are Cinderella, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like this is the team that was in the World Series. They didn't come out. Of, they, who then just who goes and gets the 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 highest paid uh, shortstop in the offseason and Trey right. Turner? Right. right. I mean, yeah, yeah, you still have Harper. I know Harper was hurt in the beginning of the year, but you still had Bryce Harper. You right. still have JT Ramos. Remote, yeah. so you still have Kyle like Kyle Nick Cassianos, man. Yeah, like this, you know, this is not a team that just came out of nowhere. They were in the World Series last year. They were one of the better teams in the postseason. Again, a hot team last year. One of the better teams. Same, same thing we're seeing right now. You know, but for some reason, what I've seen out of after the end of the uh, division series, the Diamondback. Not, I'm sorry, the The Phillies are the heroes of postseason baseball, and the Braves were the villains of postseason baseball, which. Uh, and I and I know it's the RCA data boy Harper type of thing that happened after Game Two and whatnot, and and the Braves kind of shelling out the media after that and, and kind of being mad at the reporters for what you know what transpired in the clubhouse and whatnot. But they, 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 the light switch flipped on you know hey we need we we need the national media to be behind the Phillies now, and everybody just gravitated to them and saying what a feel good story this is for the Philadelphia Phillies. No, it's not. They they were a good team. Right. They were a really good team, underperformed beginning of the year. They got their stride. They were able to continue to be a good team. They were in the they, they were leading the wild card for the majority of the year, and it was just a matter of time that we saw that they are still a good team in the postseason. And here we are right now. Right, totally agree. It's yeah. it is, it is. Jonathan, what are what's what are the Rangers doing here to the Astros? They're up two zero already. Um, and mm-hmm. these two games are in Houston, nonetheless. So, like, now they're going to your neck of the woods there in Dallas. Um, what what are they doing? Why, if you know, why are they the you know two wins away from getting to the World Series? 
And how are you putting up with Alan's uh, ego? How's that going? Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this. The Just Fans podcast made a bet with Alan. And essentially, whoever loses has to, I believe, wear the other's uniform. For the rest, the rest of the year. For the rest of the calendar year. Ooh, the calendar year. Yeah. Ooh, I, ooh, ouch. <laughs> that, that, I mean, and that's Carlos and Rios both made the bet, and they're both right. Houston guys. So, <laughs> like, oh. Alan, if the, if the Rangers pull through, this is going to be hilarious because they were yes. talking so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be pretty good. I'll say, oh, I haven't seen Alan yet. I'll, I'll see him tomorrow afternoon. I'm sure like he's gonna be on. He's gonna be floating. Especially I don't know what the scores of the Cowboy game right now too. This Cowboys. Is, 10, is, 10, 10, 10, 7 Dallas. So I mean, my yeah. goodness, uh, my, Alan, Alan could be floating on cloud nine at the end of the night if the Cowboys pull it off and win that one, as well as being up 2-0. So, and I'm sure we'll we'll kind of hear that a lot tomorrow uh, on on the on the show with him and Scott. Uh, but what the Rangers are doing, and basically what they've been doing all year, they're they are in a they are a bruising offensive lineup, and they're just and they're they're doing what the Astros have done over the last five years. And that is absolutely hit the ball and out hit their opponents and just and, and say, hey, our offense is better than your offense. And we're going to show you that. And we, we have good pitching in the process. The problem for the uh, Astros is their pitching has not been great this year. That, you know, that hasn't been great. Framer Valdez has not been the same pitcher he was last year. He was one of the most consistent pitchers last season. He is not even close to being that. Justin Verlander coming in in the deadline was a good addition to help out with the rotation. But again, we're not we're not seeing the same Justin Verlander that is Cy Young candidate, you know, every year just dominating, you know, uh, teams left and right. That's not that's not he's not that at that point in his career anymore. Christian Javier, kind of same thing, inconsistent. So the pitching side for the Astros is kind of what we're seeing right now, where the Rangers are taking advantage with their offense. And it does help that you have gotten two really good pitching performances by uh, Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery. And, uh, and Nathan Avaldi, who Avaldi yeah. has been your ace all season right now. And he, mm-hmm. in, in a matter of game two where you can jump up 2-0 and you give him the ball and he does pitch outstanding. I mean, that's that's what he's supposed to be doing for this. He's been doing that for this, this club. So, so, the, so to answer the question, the Rangers have been doing what As- the Astros have done over the last five, six, seven years to the Houston Astros. Let their offense just absolutely obliterate the ball, jump to big leads, let your pitching control the game, not try to win you the game, just control the game and keep you ahead and be able to go win games from uh, with your offense doing what they're doing. So they're doing exactly what the Astros' formula has been for five, six, seven years. And the Astros can't do anything about it right now. They're a little bit of an older roster, a little bit of an older team. They've been inconsistent this season, and it's carried over into this series with a team that has no fear of the Houston Astros. If we remember, I can't remember who it was, if it, uh, if it was Jonah Heim or, or somebody uh, early this year said, this is our division. They're going to come in, they're going to have to come and get it and come and take it from us. Now they did, but now you get a chance to redeem yourself in the postseason, and they're showing they have no fear of the Houston Astros. And this is the right time to do that. If you can kind of put yourself up, if you're the Rangers, where you're heading in that trajectory in the right direction of, of your future here with a good run in the postseason and young talent that's coming up like Ethan Carter. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you have guys in the, in the wing, White Langford in minor league ball right now, who's going to be he's going to be in the big league club next uh-huh. year. You have Adolis Garcia, who's a front run, you know, a front man for the lineup. Corey Seager, an MVP candidate for you. Like you are positioned, Josh Young. You're in position to be able to run the AL West for, for a, a minute, few, for, for quite a, a few years. 
with the yeah. older Houston Astros team and the prospects mm-hmm. that they have are not really doing what they were hoping to do. So this is the time and place for the, for the Rangers to really tell the Astros, this is ours now. And yeah. having that, that fearful, that, that taking away that fear is a huge advantage for them. And they're showing it right now. And they're, they're just, they're just doing what the Astros have always done the last five, six years to the Houston Astros right now. And the Astros yeah. have no response. Yeah, you, you got you got it right. That's the issue yeah. right now. It's 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 that Astros have no no response back. They've used their two. I think both aces are done now. Uh, essentially, till what game five game, yeah. right? Essentially, so yeah. like now you're relying on bullpen. You're relying on offense to get hot, and and they they're putting themselves in positions offensively. They just can't execute. They can't they can't get the runs in, and that's that's gonna. I mean, that's what kills you. It, I mean, it's it, kind it of helped with Jordan Alvarez kind of getting his swing today and hitting two bombs, but where's the rest of the, where's the rest of the lineup though? Where's right. the rest? Where where's the rest that's putting the pressure on the offenses? They're not there right now. So it, it, you know that was what made the Astros lineup so deadly is they kill you the the death by a thousand cuts is what the Astros lineup used to be without two of a Bregman Alvarez. Now you have a Brayu who's in that lineup who's kind of getting his feet. he's kind of getting himself. Somewhat back to what we've seen Abreu be. Uh, Tucker yeah. has been non-existent right now. So there's your there's a lot of flaws in this lineup that it, it's it's inconsistent, and you're not getting what you the production to match a high-powered offense like the Texas Rangers has been this year, and they're just teeing off on the pitchers of the Astros. And you get to the other side, the National League. Does yeah. it seem like the Phillies are going to punch their ticket to their second straight World Series? And if it's them and the Rangers, are we going to like the most runs scored ever in a World Series if these two lineups? <laughs> it's just going to make me sick to say that. But, <laughs> uh, but yes, I mean, I said it. I said it. At the winner, that the winner of the say NL that again. Stuff, hey, I didn't hear you. you. My, uh, <laughs> it, you know, how my internet fucks up every once in a while. What'd you say? <laughs> I, I, I did say that it's gonna, you know, I'm gonna get nightmares. I'm gonna be sick to my stomach having to say the Philadelphia Phillies will be in the World Series and back to back. But I did. But as I said, I, I said the winner of the Braves Phillies NLDS was gonna be pot- probably the World Series champion. Um, and I, and nothing has changed my opinion on that right now, regardless of what the Rangers are doing to the Astros, because what the Braves and Phillies do is something that the Astros or the Rangers, and I don't even throw the Astros in there too, just in case the Astros do able to come back. The Phillies and Braves, they have better pitching. They have much mm-hmm. better pitching. They have much better bullpen than the Rangers mm-hmm. and Astros do as well. And with the Phillies right now, having Zach Wheeler, who is a who's dominating. You know, in postseason play, Aaron Nola is out is is being able to do, figure out his his uh, his ability in the postseason again. Having another good postseason uh, play as well, those are an advantage. Even you know, I'll take Wheeler and Nola over Montgomery and Ivaldi uh, or Scherzer yeah. as well. I'll, I'll take those two any day. And with the 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 way that the Phillies hit is a little different than what the Rangers do as well. Phillies, talk about death by a thousand cuts. You have such a balanced lineup with power where you can get guys who have base hit ability and who have home run and base hit ability. Trey Turner will hit, will get hits, uh-huh. he'll get doubles, and he'll put a ball over the fence. JT Ruamuto will put, you know, will hit singles and doubles and put a ball over the fence. Bryce Harper, same way, hit singles and doubles, put a ball over the fence. Alec Bohm, same way. Uh, Bryson Stott, same way. 
I mean, they see this, yeah, Nick they got Cowboys. a really good lineup. Man. It's so balanced how they attack yeah. and, and be able to just say, we're going to put the ball in play. We'll, we'll find ways to get on base. And then when we, we run, that's why the, the, the difference between Braves and Phillies, Braves, they're, they're, it's about home runs. It's for the, you know, the, look at the way the lineup is. Acuna will get a hit, get a double here and there. Ozzy wasn't as consistent in doing so. Riley at times would. Olsen home runs. Ozuna home runs. You know, Sean Murphy up and down, you know, home runs here and there. Maybe a base hit. Darno, same way. Home run, maybe a base hit. Harris, base hits, some home runs. But it wasn't as balanced as what the Phillies have. That's why the Phillies lineup is so mm-hmm. deep. Rangers have a little bit of that, but it's not as deep as what the Phillies have in their lineup. So how do you pitch to that? Because they're a good contact-hitting team, and if you make a mistake, they're putting a ball 400 feet. Whereas the Rangers, they'll put a ball 400 feet. They have some guys that will get base hits, but it's not as deep and it's not as consistent. So everything is lining up for the Phillies to run through the rest of the postseason. I don't see the deep – I don't see the Diamondbacks – Maybe winning a game. I think they probably will win at least one game and make it a five-game series. But the Diamondbacks don't have the firepower to beat the Phillies. And I don't think the Rangers and Astros, whoever wins the AL, uh, ALCS, has the pitching to match that the, the top two arms of, of Philadelphia, as well as the consistency and balance of the lineup with the power that is there that Philadelphia has to be able to outscore them either. I think, you know, like I said, the, the winner of the NLDS, Braves-Phillies, is going to be the World Series champion. And nothing has t- nothing has shown to me that that's not going to be the case. Exactly, exactly. And I think I think the difference between like let's, let's just say it is Phillies Rangers in the in the World Series. It's uh, one has a little bit more better depth of the pitching aspect of it. Like they can play offense all day long, but in order to close out those late games, I'm trusting Philadelphia over Rangers. And, uh, and that, bull, that bullpen, that bullpen is it, it's really good. You've got you got four uh, four arms that throw 100 miles an hour in that Phillies bullpen, whereas we've seen the, yeah. the Rangers. You see the Rangers bullpen is shaky. It's very shaky. And it's been shaky all year. You know, I'll take the Phillies bullpen over the Rangers. I'll take the Phillies bullpen over the Astros. I'll take the start. Like I said, I'll take the top two arms that you know Wheeler and Nola over uh, Montgomery, Evaldi, uh, Valdez, and, and Verlander. I'll take I'll take those Philly yeah. arms any day right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so what I hear you say is Phillies are winning this whole goddamn thing, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay. it, it sounds like it, man. I'll speak for it. it. Sounds like it, man. Don't make him say it again, bro. I don't. Oh, I don't. Man. I don't want to. I don't want to say it because it just like it makes. He doesn't want to speak it into existence. That's why he doesn't. <laughs> All right. Like I'm, 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 I'm getting nauseous just thinking of, of that. You know, and it's just. The Philly fans are already obnoxious themselves. We got to hear. They are. No offense. To, no offense to Johnny. Any team in the oh. Northeast is obnoxious. <laughs> they, they are very true. And Philadelphia true. right now, Philly, Philadelphia fans, because of what they, you know, being in the, you know, Philadelphia fans, sports fans in general right now, where they, you know, we had the Eagles and you know in the Super Bowl, we've had the Phillies in, in the World Series. Uh, you know, we, you know. It, they are the it's the arrogance right now in Philadelphia is at an all time high. I'm sick of it. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping the Philadelphia Phillies just bomb. I hope the Eagles bomb and we in the NFL and we don't. And we, Philadelphia fans can just shut up and go away for a while. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I hope, I hope it. I hope it starts this Sunday night too with the Phillies. It's energetic. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 I mean, credit, it's, it's, credit it's the fan base. I'll say credit the fan base for who they are. They embrace yeah. who they are, oh, yeah. and they are absolutely, you know, they're on a high right now. I mean, I'll credit the fan base for for embracing who they are. But to someone who's not from the Northeast and someone who's a Southerner, at you know, you know, to the core, and you know, damn the damn Northern Yankees, and I, I know it's just in general the Northerners, but the Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia, well, Philadelphia, New York, Boston are all the same. And I'm just so sick and tired of it, of them, their success. You know, it's, you know, they don't deserve success. All the success needs to continue down in the South. You know, let it let it be and, you know, just go away for a while. Hey, let's, you know, uh, let's switch gears a little bit uh, here. I never heard of oh. anybody retiring and moving up North, you know what I mean? No. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> hey, switch gears here. Let's talk about your Saints. We skipped it last week. Gave you a week off of it, but uh, you know, another another good matchup. You know, just unfortunately, it doesn't seem like things are rolling, and Kamara doesn't seem too happy uh, with Jameis Winston in his face. Uh, you know, talking. So, like, what are we thinking here, Jonathan? Jameis was mad weeks? that Kamara didn't eat the W. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, he's mad because he didn't want to eat it. Jameis is nuts, dude. He is. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for something to change. Um, and I think at this point, it, Did it order, no, not yet. Okay. Uh, Pete, but Pete Carmichael. And again, okay. Dennis, and in order for Dennis Allen to get the, you know, to get any bit of locker room, and I know the players are actually, and I've watched a lot of the interviews at the end of the game yesterday. And the players are not pointing the fingers to the coaches. So credit to the credit to the players for for holding themselves accountable. That you know, Kamara saying, you know, we have to we have to show the commitment as players to be able to perform. Demario Davis saying the same thing. Cam Jordan saying the same thing. So credit the players for holding themselves accountable for the playing. But Pete Carmichael, his offense without Sean Payton is absolutely abysmal. I think we can see the same thing about Sean Payton right now, actually, in, in Denver, too. Sean Payton's not I was just saying, Maybe they need each other. Maybe everybody – New Orleans needs Sean. Sean needs New Orleans. Uh, maybe they both need each other. Sean needs Drew Brees. I was about to say, yeah, they Sean need Drew Brees as well. So. I think I, – I, here's, here's what I actually am loving because I am you know love Drew Brees and what he did in this, for what he's done in New Orleans. I think we're starting to – I think people are starting to realize just how great Drew Brees really was. Yeah. And because it was all a lot of a lot of it was oh Sean Payton turned Drew Brees into the elite quarterback he was. Maybe that might not be the case. Maybe, yeah. maybe, Sean, maybe Drew Brees turned Sean Payton into the great offensive mind that he was supposed to be, and we're not seeing that in Denver now. But in regards to Pete Carmichael, that for Dennis Allen to really want this to be his team at his time, you know, and, and to plan himself as the head coach. Being able to move away from all Sean Payton, uh, you know, uh, era personnel, Pete Carmichael has to go, and he has to be able to run the. He want he has to get the offense to run with the personnel he has, with the person who he wants to run it, because they, mm-hmm. they you cannot mention uh, Derek Carr. You sign Carr to a long term to a three year, you know, high high guaranteed money deal, so Carr is there for the next three years. And potentially yes. two years if they can get him out of it. Maybe maybe two years or the or the out in the third, but he's there for at least two years. So yep. he's not going anywhere. But at the same time, you see Carr and, and Carmichael are going back and forth on the sideline a handful of times yesterday, and the offense has just been stagnant with too much talent. 
So if the talent is there and the players, and I know in the offensive line is, is a hindrance right now with, with for the run game and for Carr, that's a problem that they have to address hopefully this offseason. They kind of get better offensive alignment, to, you know, a little bit more athletic offensive alignment. But if you have your quarterback for the next two to three years, you have your running back to, you know, maybe you're going to probably trade at the end of the offseason to get some, at the end of the season to get some picks and get some things kind of cap relief maybe. You have Michael Thomas, who probably the same thing. You're probably going to trade at the end of the season to get some cap. I was going to say, do you think he goes at the deadline? Because I was wondering that too. Like, is Michael Thomas gone? No, because you're still in the you're still in yeah. the division race. You're still I was going to say everybody in that division lost yesterday. Say, yeah. So yeah, they all didn't lost. lose any game. You know what yeah, I mean? You're, you're, half, like, you're essentially half a game out. Like you're half a game behind yeah. Buccaneers. You know, for for the division lead. Even though, and, and really, it's a game because they beat you earlier this year. But you're still in that race there. You'll get another chance to be able to do it. So, no, you're not, I don't – I've seen that question asked, is the Saints going to be sellers? I don't think you are because you're you're still right there. Right. You know, yeah. if you were if, – if they were two and three right now or two and, you know, two and four right now, then I could say, yeah, they're probably going to trade Thomas to the deadline, get some cap relief, get some picks for him now. Uh, but at this point of the year, I don't see that being the case because you're you're still right there in the division. You're just a couple a couple more weeks – a couple more wins in a couple of weeks with a couple of teams losing your division to being a first place team. Right. So I don't see that being the case right now. But I think at the end of the at the end of the season, I think it's very likely that you could see a Michael Thomas trade. You could see an Alvin Kamara yeah. trade, trying to get younger and get more cap relief to help you benefit later on with some draft picks to hopefully be a little bit more talented. But, do you think? Do you think teams are are asking about Kamara right now too? Because I mean, you got Kendra Miller still there. Uh, I know one. Williams is hurt, uh, but like you got it. There has to be something in the range for you know cap wise of listening out for offers for Camara at this trade I, deadline. I don't think they're doing that right now, though. I don't think I don't see I don't think it's you know I don't think are they getting phone calls for Kamara? I'm sure they are right now, but I'm I'm sure they're not they're not listening and saying hey yeah we're gonna we're open to doing a deal right now. I think that's going to be more at the end of the season uh, type of thing where they're like you know if let's just say if the Saints finish in third place in the South. Miss the playoffs, you have to. You know, it wasn't a way of saying, okay, we're maybe it's time for us to rebuild. And at that point, too, you're moving on from Dennis Allen and getting somebody a little bit younger, a little bit different minded with a different personnel. Then, yeah, I could see you, you making a move of Kamara and Thomas at the deadline. You're probably trading Demario Davis, too, unless he retires. You're probably trading Tyron Matthew. And you're basically blowing it up completely at that point and just trying to get some cap relief to where you can make some moves here and there and get some draft picks to get that opportunity. But I don't see that being the case right now because it, it, they are still in the hunt for a division for the first place in the division. But that, that could be coming. That could be very much coming here soon in, in New Orleans where something's got to change. And I think yep. Pete Carmichael is going to be the first one, the first domino. And, and if it hasn't happened yet, obviously, I, I, I since they play on Thursday night, since the Saints, Saints play on Thursday night, I believe this week, uh, if the if the offense absolutely is you know stagnant again, because you have the ten days until the next game, I think they make a change at uh, on Friday. You know, if they lose against Jacksonville and and the offense is just same thing, I think you can see a firing of Pete Carmichael, which they have somebody in mind right now. They have somebody in house, Ronald Curry who's a former quarterback and wide receiver in the NFL, uh-huh. who is a up-and-coming, you know, uh, up-and-coming, uh, you know, offensive mind that has been 
praised by a lot of people in the NFL for potential uh, offensive coordinator jobs in the future. So they have somebody in-house to move on from Carmichael if and when they do. I think, again, if Jacksonville game is bad and the offense doesn't perform again, I think this is the time you see a change on Friday or uh, on Friday and you move on from Pete Carmichael, which that would be the first domino. And if it continues down that road, we probably will see a head coach change and Dennis Allen being fired at the end of the season too. Man, potential changes to come, you know, potential in this. So, yeah, but like you said, it, it could change in a couple of weeks, a couple of wins, a couple of losses by some other teams in the yeah. division, and it could all change right away. So, good. They, they got a chance it. to win that division. That division's still wide open. Nobody's yeah. like yeah, running away with saying. it. Every, Nobody. Every team's got question marks. You know, look at the Bucks if yesterday. If you, you beat you the Miami, can't make them out. If you beat the Jags, you're in a decent spot because that I mean that's a win that you, that's a win you weren't supposed to because Jacksonville's a good team. But after that, you have the Colts, which with no no Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew being quarterback, you know that's uh, that's a potential Anything's win right possible, now. Possible, yeah. Uh, you have the Bears hmm. after that. That's a that's a you know your defense playing well. That's a win right there as well. So mm-hmm. you could if you beat the Jags, you get yourself three straight wins. You're now at six and three. That's a different. Well, really, right the next four, the next four, even the Jags is winnable because we just never know which Jacksonville team's showing right, up, right? right? Like, right. They're it's up a home and down. Game. It's a home game too. It's a home game uh, in New Orleans. Sure. Yeah, in a short week uh, in in New Orleans, where you know the place is going to be rowdy. But they got the they not only got the Jags, then they got the Colts we just mentioned with Minshew, the Bears. Who knows? Uh, Fields is hurt. Who knows how long he's going to be out for? Then after that, they got the Vikings, who absolutely stink. Then you got the Falcons, who so I mean it's it's really still out. They can front go on a run, man. That's they can they go can on really a run. Just, if you even if you lose, run. even if you lose on Thursday, you could still win your three out of the next four. Yeah, absolutely. And you go four in that five game stretch. You go four and one. You're 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 basically challenging. You're basically at the top at that point with the, in the division because I'm sure. Division, yeah. I mean, Tampa's Tampa's you know being beaten by the Lions. They show they're not a top team. Falcons offense is atrocious. I mean, so you could you get you're you're right there for a division title. It's just yeah. you've got to handle the business. You can't again losing to the Texans absolutely hurts. That should not have happened. That 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 one was a loss you should not have taken. I, I know the Packers loss, you know, was not a good one, but losing to the Texans with a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, and, I, and that, that Texans team is playing playing well and they're they're inspired yeah. right now with D'Amico Ryans. I mean, he's I mean, doing an outstanding job, but you should not lose to the Houston Texans. So that was a bad loss. That's a bad loss. But if you turn it, you can turn it around with beating Jacksonville. And then you can go on your run beating Colts, Bears, Vikings, and Falcons right there with four or five straight wins. And you're putting yourself right in position to be a contender. Yeah, you are. With those wins there, you know, with with the next few, uh, few weeks there, it's very possible to put yourself back into that high talks of, you know, because which go, I'll go a little further. So we said we we said Jacksonville next, Colts, Bears, Vikings, Falcons. After yeah, that, okay. you, have the, you have the Lions. That's probably going to be a loss. Lions is a good okay. team. I know. Yeah, they're really good team. Right. So if we say if we just say you know they let's just go like this. I have this down. Jags loss, but you have Colts, Bears win. Vikings probably be a win at this point with by how the Vikings are. You know, so that could be a win for there. So that's three straight. You beat the Falcons, which I think that's very easy to do. That's four straight. Lose to the Lions. Then you have the Panthers at home. That's a win. You have the Giants. You have the Giants at home. That's a win. Rams. I think you can still beat the Rams. 
The Rams are pretty good, though. Yeah, they are pretty I mean, good. But it's still beatable easily. Yeah, you know, still beatable. Yeah, it's a and it's a home game in New Orleans. So I mean, that's, yeah. that could be a win right yeah. there. You have the Bucks. You have to beat but the Bucks. Yeah, but they got they got to improve from what they did on Sunday because if it's the same team that showed up to Sunday to beat the Texans, they're probably losing half of those games. Then it's a, if they show if the offense is doing well at that point, like I said, if the offense does again like on Jacksonville, somebody's getting fired. Somebody should be getting fired. You know, and if yeah. and if they if that's the yeah. consistency of this offense, then all this is a moot point in the begin with. And we're talking about you know the Saints missing the playoffs for another year and being probably one of the wor- one of the worst teams in the league at that point. No matter what they're doing on defense, so it, you, you have to yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I agree, Nick, that you have to perform better offensively. You have to move the ball, and you have to put the ball in the freaking end zone when you get your opportunities right. to do so. And that's something they're not doing. That's what they were hoping yeah. Derek Carr can help and get you know help to be able to do. Because as of right now, I saw this too, and again, I, I don't know how much I fault Carr. Andy Dalton put up better numbers at this point of the year last year than what Derek Carr is doing right now. It's <laughs> true. So yeah. and else, without Michael Thomas, I, with, right? Without Michael Thomas, with a rookie Rah- uh, Rashid Shahid, uh, you know, all, a rookie at that time, yeah. being a rookie. So, how much is it on Derek Carr? I don't know right now, but I'm putting it more. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm putting it more on Pete Carmichael with the play calling he has in the offense that's being run. It's 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 got to be on him right now and how he's performing as a as a play caller. If you fire him and the offense continues to be stagnant, now you got to look at Derek Carr. Now you got to look at him and being the problem. But right now, the problem is Pete Carmichael. And so I said, if the offense performs how they if they did in Houston against Jacksonville at home in front of that crowd, somebody needs to be fired. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree. You can't do that. You can't embarrass yourselves at home, especially against teams like that. Yeah. Well, not, and not with a talented roster. Like right. the expectation, the expectation was you were a contender. You were supposed to. I know everybody. Okay, I will say this: in Louisiana and New Orleans, the the expectation was we are contending with the Eagles and the Niners as one of the better teams in the as one of the best teams in the NFC. That was the. Expectation. I would say contenders to win your division. I don't know about the top two or three teams in the NFC, but I would have uh-huh. said. I was thinking like top, at least top three or four. Yeah, I thought they would win a division. I thought yeah. they would win a division. That makes you a top three team. That does make you a top three team. So, so you're contending with you're contending with the top dogs in the, in the NFC. That was the expectation, and right now with, with a quarterback who is supposed to be competent, which is all you needed. It was a competent quarterback with the weapons that you have on offense, with the defense that you have. Something that he that Derek Carr has not had. He hasn't had a combination of both great defense and great weapons. He has that at his disposal, and we're seeing you know stale offense. So they, we're falling short of expectations right now. So that's why you're I say, if you're playing perform, in warm weather, was that? You said you're playing in warm weather too. It's not yeah, cold yeah. weather. Very struggling. With a schedule yeah. that is absolutely 100% favorable for you to absolutely go on a run and be a top three team in the in the NFC, everything was everything was gift wrapped to you, and you're doing nothing. That's why I say if they if they perform like they did in Houston, this on Thursday in New Orleans in front of that crowd, and somebody and they lose, somebody needs to be fired on Friday. Yeah, I I, I agree with you, man. If it's I think it's if it's a really embarrassing loss. Uh, and on with versus Jags, yeah, something needs to happen. 
Something needs to happen. Which I mean, I never want to advocate somebody lose their job, but I mean, goodness yeah. gracious, it's it's getting to that point. Like somebody, you can't keep this going. You just can't. It's a business. It is. It is. It is. In the end. Yeah. In the end. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Me. What is uh, Alpha got going on this week before you get out of here? Oh man. Oh, uh, it's a Thursday night pick. I know we got the Saints, but I don't know what the spread was. Uh, well, as far as so Alpha, this is actually my last week as a coach in Alpha since I start up my uh, I start up I go to Arkansas on Sunday night. Uh, Congra- my, congratulations uh, on that, man! By the way, I yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate it. No so doubt, it's been no it's been hard actually right now. Telling you know, I, I had to tell all my athletes, I had to tell all the uh, other girls that I've coached. Um, you know, last week on Thursday it was it was very emotional with a lot of them. It was very hard, uh, you know, and be able to explain, kind of talk to them a little bit more about it, but. Uh, they, you know, a lot of the families and parents understand. Yeah, minus three, Tanner. They understood the opportunity and, and everything like that, but it's been kind of hard. It's been bitter. I, I coached this past weekend, my last time with my 16U group. I know some of them are going to co- play this weekend with me in 18U, but um, my 16U got to be with me one more time with most of those girls one more time. And we actually, uh, we ended up finishing with a championship in our, uh, with that group. So, you know, it was a, it was a great yeah. moment. Uh, we got to work on we got to work on certain things and make them a little bit better and prepare them uh, here. Uh, continue to prepare them for the rest of the fall without me. But uh, it was good to get a get a championship uh, with that group one more time before uh, I finish out with them. Uh, so it was a lot of fun to see that. Uh, my 18U team is in action at a college showcase. My last time I said my last time with them and, and helping them go. But I'm I'm still going to be director. I'm still going to be helping with the recruitment and everything like that behind the scenes. But this will be my last weekend as a coach for Alpha, so um, it's it's going to be very emotional. A lot of the girls have already told me they're, they're a lot of the girls told me they're going to cry that uh, that uh, at home when it all ends. I'm like, don't, don't. I'm not going forever. I'm not. It's just you know, I'm I'm it's just I'm changing my my title. Uh, for, it's, it's not like they can't contact. It's an opportunity, you, man. An opportunity yeah. presented itself, well, man. Yeah, and they they know that. I tell them all the time, like, hey, you know, my, I'm, a, I'm a text message and a phone call away. Y'all need me for anything. Y'all need some, you know whatever's going on. I'm always going to be, and like I said, I'm I'll be if my schedule allows me, I'll be back in town and watch here and there on the weekends or whatnot, and, and you know, so it's not a bye forever. It's not even a goodbye. It's just going to be a mm-hmm. see you later and everything, but. Yeah, they know the opportunity was a great opportunity for me to get my feet into college, uh, college baseball coaching. So they're they're all understanding of it, and they're all uh, supporting, and they are all going to be cheering cheering me on doing it. Just like I'm going to be cheering them on this year as well. But uh, my 18 U teams in action, my 14 U teams in action this weekend uh, as we continue to push through the rest of this fall season and continue to get the success. And as I said, it's my last. Uh, it's actually my last time I'll be doing a show with you guys. In Dallas, Fort Worth, next Monday I'll be in Arkansas, so I'll have to I'll have to get everything set up, uh, get everything set up uh, quickly <laughs> while I'm out there uh, after practice and get the get the uh, the apartment set up for me to be able to do this show with you guys and, and make it look nice behind everything. But yeah, uh, I'm, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great, and I'm looking forward to it. But uh, bittersweet that you know my last my last weekend coaching in my own organization. Um, it's uh, it's gonna be very emotional, but. I get it the days. I'm excited for the next chapter next week starting up for me. Well, congratulations again, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Go yeah, Bucks. Go Bucks. Yeah, go Bucks. Uh, Saints. Saints are at favorite at home at minus three. Jonathan. They're favored at home against Jacksonville. Yep. <laughs> oh, I can't forgive myself. If I pick against, if, pick the, against my, if I mm-hmm. pick against the Houdet Nation, I think they would they would ban me if I were to do that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I would never, I would never be able to allow to return. If you pick against your team and you win, Nick will just never let you forget it either. Take no, it if you pick against your team, yeah, yeah. If you that, pick against true. your team, it's ah. if you pick against your team and your team wins, then I'm never gonna. Uh, you never. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more, wonderful. I'm more afraid of being banished from New Orleans if I were to pick against them. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints. I, they, they, you know, they've been on the road a little bit uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, being in New England and being in Houston back to back, so they you know they need they they needed some good home cooking, uh, get in that dome, let the crowd tell, kind of get them a little bit energized. Uh, they haven't won in the dome since uh, since week one. They were on the road, you know, week two and three. They had the loss to the Bucks in week four, and they've been on the road again. So some home cooking is what they need. I think that crowd is going to be ready to go and be fired up. I'm taking the Saints over the Jags uh, to to win uh, and cover. All right, Jonathan, we appreciate you joining us every Monday. Right. We'll see you live from Arkansas next Monday night. We'll see you then, brother. Best yeah, of luck to you. Be Have safe. Have a good one, man. Congrats, bro. Guys. See you. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll make our Thursday night picks and then uh, our final thoughts here uh, before we get out of here. Johnny, we'll start with you. Uh, it is the Saints at minus three at home against uh, your MVP pick, Trev T-Law and uh, the Jags. Yeah, talk about a, a Jekyll and Hyde team with Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville should win this game. Um, uh, a, a Thursday night short week. I don't like it either, Johnny. Uh, I'm not a big fan of this shit at all. But I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna ride with the Jacks. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Jags, man. They they got to put a little run together, man. So you get the um, points. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take I'll take the Jags then. Sam, not. Not very enthusiastic about it, but I'll take I'm it. not enthusiastic about it either, Johnny, but I think the Jags are going to win in the points. Tanner. Uh, let's see. I'm looking here. I had to pull it up here, get my, you know, my stats, my elite statisticals <laughs> stats away here. We're looking so at uh, Jags are, uh, you know, four and two against the spread versus one, four and one for uh, New Orleans. They didn't play last year, the last three years. Uh, but gosh, man, they're so bad. I'm going to go that the streak continues here. The Jaguars cover the three points and uh, bring it to four in a row on covering the spread. To me, I so, just look, I think Doug Peterson's better than Allen. That's just how I look at it. Yeah. yeah. But so, it's, so, so yeah. it's Jags, it's Jags plus three, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. And if you're giving me the Jacksonville Jaguars and the three points, I'm with you. We're all in on the Jags. Uh, we'll, I mean, we'll they're a better team. We they are united. This game, yes. But we're either going down together. We uh, we ride together. We die together on this one here. Absolutely. Gentlemen, it's been an honor playing with you this evening. Yes, it has. This is a freaking game, bro. As the Titanic uh, goes, yeah, this game's been sloppy. It's been shit. It has, um, man. And I mean. Justin Herbert's missing Keenan Allen. Come on, man. I need wide open. This is a huge situation here. What the hell's going on with this punt situation? Who gets the ball here? Uh, punt because situation. oh, well, the Chargers, it, Chargers get the ball. Looks like the Chargers got it. it. Oh, the Chargers got it. Yeah, Chargers yeah. got it. Now they're already have another flag. Pass oh, interference. You guys are ahead of me. Then, huh? Let's go, baby. Chargers see the score here. Let's go. Justin I need an extra touchdown. The Cowboys, the Cowboys City, have not left their wide receivers alone at all. Yeah, like, Justin Herbert is missing wide open people, people, man. Let's get Justin to our let's, let's get to our final thoughts. Johnny, we'll start with you just like on the picks. 
Um, yeah, uh, a nice, fun show. You know, I miss Jim. Uh, it was nice to see Jonathan. Congratulations to Jonathan on, on his opportunity there uh, to coach college b- baseball. Man, props to him. Uh, so hopefully he can get us some 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 gear. I will definitely represent him and the Bucks. Uh, so shout out to Jonathan, Jim. We'll see you next time. Uh, this game is shitty. Uh, this is why I think about making bets because you know what I'm saying I, I I lost three bets off of one one part of each parlay I missed out on, and it looks like I'm not going to get this one either because I need Dak Prescott to score another touchdown. Ooh. Ah, that could happen. That could happen. I mean, I guess it can. I mean, everything if, else. If hit. The Chargers tied up. Keenan, here. I, I, I got Keenan Allen over six and a half catches, which he has. Over seventy yards, which he has. Um, Dak Press. I mean, uh, C.D. Lamb with over his eighty yards, which he has. I just need Dak to score more than two touchdowns, and he only has one. So you could get the if they score here, then you got time. I, I mean, yeah, if they score here, but Justin Herbert's gonna throw a pick or some shit like that, and then they're just gonna run it out or skid it hey. off the ground. Hey, hey, that's gambling, baby. That's gambling. <laughs> gambling is a motherfucker. One eight hundred gambler. I'm gonna have to remember that phone number, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, any final thoughts uh, before before we depart? Uh, shout out to Grisham his new job. I mean, that's awesome getting in there in the coaching uh, ranks. Uh, I did something that I've never done before. I uh, traveled by myself, flew by myself, rented a car by myself, found my way through Dallas by myself and made it out alive. So if you think you really can't do something and I was really nervous about it, I did it. And now that I've done it, you know, I, I got a little bit of uh, more confidence or whatever. So like, don't be afraid to try something. Uh, Confident enough to shave shave your face. Yeah, well, and then, and then, like, yeah, don't bet on your team, too. Uh, especially when your team's the Titans. Yeah, especially when you're the two-tone blue. God help help me. Let's go, Mayo Come on, Willie, Eckler. baby. Oh, Mayo man. Willie, put him in, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Come on. Tanner, any final thoughts here? Guys, oh I, got this, Fourth and goal. I got this really cool gaming chair uh, Last nice. uh, that arrived on Monday last week, or – Monday last week? Yeah. No, Friday, Thursday. I don't know. Sunday last week. Put together. <laughs> one, and, one, of uh, days, yeah, one of the days. One of the days. It's worth the money. Like, this thing is worth the money. I promise you. You oh. will not. Re- re- if you sit in your chair like me all day. This lady's losing her shit on this the fucking Monday night. Yeah, yeah, Asian so lady. Did you guys see that? This lady's yeah, like. Yeah. She looks like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I got. I got. I got one of them gaming chairs that has the lumbar support on it. Yeah, oh yeah. I have the Titans one. It's wonderful. It doesn't let me down though, like my team does. This <laughs> thing, this thing's amazing, and it, yeah. it does really well. So I encourage if you're nice touchdown. Let's go, babe. Uh, if you're if you're uh, you ruined it. If you know, a guy heavy. like me yeah, that works all day and sits all day and podcasts all day and all that jazz. This is perfect, man. I, I suggest it for everybody. Oh so my that's my gosh. tip of the day. Nice. All right. Uh, hey, shout, shout out, out to, to Scott, man. Hopefully, oh, everything's good, man. Sorry, oh, there she yeah. is. There she is. Out, She's losing it. She's losing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, was shout that, out to was that Gerald Everett that scored a touchdown? Number seven. Are you fucking yeah? Kidding? Like, I, I might have lost my fantasy game too. Like, this, is, <laughs> this just has to be the worst night of my life. Right it's now. not so bad once you get used to it, Johnny. <laughs> Wide open to Gerald Everett, yeah. 
Uh, shout out to Scott. Him and like I said, him and Bill are uh, Bill Belichick on the search for a new quarterback in Saskatchewan. Uh, you know, junior college or some shit. Uh, but he'll be back hopefully Thursday. Uh, shout out. Uh, I did a special show this this afternoon uh, yeah, with uh, cool. uh, TikTok uh, rapper Prophecy. Um, please check that out and yeah. check him out on TikTok. He's on TikTok. Puts out a, if you're an old hip hop head, uh, somebody to follow. Posts a lot of cool verses and things like that. Uh, some of his own stuff. Uh, he's going to be releasing some new music soon. So hopefully in the next uh, f- six months, three months or so, he said. So that was a great interview. Enjoyed that. So shout out. Please do check that out. Um, you know, we'll we'll be back again uh, Thursday night with our spreadsheet yeah, yeah. show, 8 o'clock Central, 9 Eastern. Uh, be a friend. Tell a friend, folks. Like, subscribe, share. We'll see you then. Tanner, hit that outro. Let's get out of here. Peace out. One life better pop off What do you like? Make a dream job No 9-5, no mean boss Just my life and free thoughts You could try to play But you're never gonna be Look the other way What I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands same from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains Go free me People like sheep move feet Hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep When they see me Better stay tall Ready for a fight Believe me when they try to change, you can say no, free me.